in this world? Is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast. Today on No Guts, No Glory, all three parts of Casca, which com- are comprised of Volume 6 and Bleeding into Volume 7. Bleeding, huh? Pretty apt for Casca's yeah. chapter. Volume oh, 6 and 7, bloody? chapters 30 through 32. So all three parts of Casca. Well, we should, uh, what's that song where it goes? Oh, yeah, that's the uh, Talking Heads. Is it Casca Say? Psycho killer. Psycho killer. I didn't want to be oh a young God. woman. Griffin <laughs> doing gay stuff. <laughs> didn't want to be saved by you. <laughs> I'll see you with that dude on the balcony. Not, not even getting the melody of <laughs> yeah. that song anymore. <laughs> this is the improv version. Yeah. You know? It's in the style. It's an homage. Yeah. It's a live cut. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. like, just like the Schneider's cut, cut. yeah. <laughs> the Schneider's <laughs> cut. <laughs> oh, Herr Schneider! I hear that you've given Cyborg many, many more lines—at least eighteen minutes of more scenes. That is very pro bipoc of you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we have to cut it. <laughs> uh, I hate the the fascist woke liberals of today. They might as well be Nazis <laughs> themselves. <laughs> it's a weird, like Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Sean Hannity. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn Beck. (laughs) Oh, welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast. Uh, We are a a day late and a dollar short here. Uh, But uh, but not Ryan. He had some Disney bucks to spend yesterday. (laughs) It could be even more than a dollar short then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Over at Disneyland. He had a big Disneyland day. Uh, Great great day to go Monday, too. That's a pro move because there's going to be. Well, Monday week, like uh, almost off season, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. And early enough that holiday decorations are up, but you're not going to get the holiday crowds as much as on the right, coming right. weeks. Mm-hmm. The in between weeks. Still busy, uh, but you know Disney's yeah. always busy. Yeah. So that's yeah. what my T-shirt says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy in Disney, and it's just Walt Disney like eating well, Mickey's ass. Like and it's just, Disney uh, always busy. <laughs> it's a very low part of your shirt, and it's D I S K N E E pointing down. It says Disney always busy because you're always walking. <laughs> And he's like strutting. Yeah. yeah. Moving along. <laughs> Disney <office>. Mildly racist. <laughs> no. uh, like not talking about Pluto, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why does the shirt only come in white? That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I only come white? <laughs> really in weird. white. Is my cum racist? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Welcome to No Guts No Gory, the Berserk Podcast, where we cover every single chilling chapter of Kentaro Miura Sama's uh, classic and still going, still ongoing manga Berserk, the dark fantasy magnum opus by Mangum opus by uh, <laughs> Mira. Uh, we are reading chapters, the kind of overall chapters 30 through 32. We're still kind of in that golden age period. If this is your first time and a man, was this a 
couple of chapters about a golden period, huh? <laughs> golden opportunity brought on by a period. But, um, but yeah, volume six uh, and getting into volume seven a little bit. All three parts of Casca. Getting into getting into our little short-haired lady's head a little bit here. Learning more about her. Uh, still not passing the Bechdel test, which is the test that movies and TV and books... Um, I think it's actually, I think it's just visual medium, but it's the, the test where, um, if the, if the, any female character goes more than like, can go more than four minutes without mentioning one of the male characters or something to do with the male characters, then, uh, you can kind of say, oh, then she has her own agency, her own drives, her own, what if she's not just, you know, there like Casca to, to be griffith sword you know right, right. but uh, it took me four well, minutes to look at that one panel where she was naked so does that count I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took me four minutes to finish yeah you know, but, disney uh, is uh, always busy <laughs> disney's always busy baby. <laughs> um oh, but uh, yeah thanks to uh ryan here uh, one of our our lovely co-hosts who plays the violin uh and teaches it professionally that was his violin intro and pr- as yep. produced by our other lovely co-host Steve here, uh, that is inspired by Susumu Hirosawa's "Sign 2. Uh, the song is just "Sign," like a you know a stop sign or you know a stop uh, sign number two. Yeah, uh, which uh, something just popped in my head. Uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. do you do Zoom lessons? Is that something we could promote on the show? Like sign up to learn violin. Oh, uh, I mean, I have done Zoom lessons before, uh, but uh, that's a good call. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> hey, we're we're here. We we're here to promote the product. Okay. <laughs> I am a product. Yeah, yeah. We do have a few hundred listeners. So yeah, I've done some questionable zooms, but <laughs> <laughs> we have the after dark zoom as well. Yeah. You know. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a name for your lessons, or is it just by word of mouth and referral? Uh, as in, like my studio is called RM Music Studies Incorporated. Oh well, there we go. I'll put that into the. Um, <laughs> there we go. Do you have yeah. a website to sign up and it's learn some more. random thing I had to make up for when they asked what my business name was. Exactly. I made up some yeah. random bullshit. Yep. <laughs> and of course, you have to pay taxes. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. On that study, yep. yeah. All the, my employees have to do that. I am yes. above it all. So you know, <laughs> as my father-in-law says, uh, "What's the cash price, buddy?" Right. right. And it usually works. You oh yeah, big discount. You go to the right business. Yes. Cash, cash, <laughs> cash is king, baby. <laughs> Even at Black Hole Supply Company, I will give you cash special. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I will give you cash special. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, 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 a person named Josie Balls is currently chatting with us at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens, just like you can uh, every other usually Monday night. So every two Mondays, we do this show and we stream our recording live on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Probing ancient aliens is Steve and my other podcast. Uh, called probing ancient aliens now called probing gaia we've changed the subject matter a bit but uh uh same twitch channel so subscribe to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens if you want to be part of the fun of recording with us just like josie balls who says i've been waiting two weeks to ask this but have you guys played lords of the fallen yet you can literally get the berserker armor and dragon slayer but catholic as hell uh no i have not played that that is um there was a game called I think Lord of the Fallen, which is like, this is like a, the, the developers kind of, um, that it didn't do very well. It was an early, I think it was like an early PS5 launch title or something like PS5, Xbox one launched window title. Okay. And it's a souls born game. So it's like dark souls, bloodborne, whatever. Um, but, uh, this one, 
they kind of like shit the bed on the first one and like it's almost as if they had like something to prove and so this game is supposed to be uh way better but uh, you know super hard um you know you got to play it within the boundaries of the game's mechanics or you'll just die you can't you know try to play it some other way um but does it also- have that a uh, mechanic like Sekiro does where like if you die once you can use like a lantern or something to come back is that is that part of that because i saw some promotion mm, for it i'm not sure there's yeah. like a special like ghostly lantern that like brings you back i believe oh, i'm not really sure if that's part of it but yeah, there is some you know like and i don't say this like to be shit there's some gimmick about it that you know because mm. you can't just make a pure clone you know of right. those games but uh like lies of p that came out as a pinocchio game that was uh, that actually Lies of P took all of the spotlight in the news cycle because Lords of the Fallen and, and Lies of P came out like the same week or something. And yeah, people don't close. really have room for two souls, souls like <laughs> games at a time. But, uh, and Lies of P definitely had more, you know, kind of more unique visuals and things like that. But Lords of the Fallen, I remember seeing a trailer on a PlayStation direct like six months ago. And I was like, Oh, this looks really cool. And then when the title came up, I was like, Oh, the, the a sequel to that shitty first game, you know, but so uh, Lies of P that, that takes place in Russia with Lies Trump, of Lies of P where is Trump about gets pissed Pinocchio. on. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally about a, a dark fantasy take on Pinocchio. Yeah. Wow. Um, where you play Pinocchio and you're fighting all these puppets and automatons and things like that, but it's very, souls like and it's kind of you lie to get your nose super long and that you do like like literally like yeah there's points there's points in the game i guess where you lie and your nose grows and you get different sets of powers or if you tell the truth Mm. it's a little harder i think um because it's you know they want it's like oh if you're going to tell the truth you have to play a little you know more some other way but then you get better rewards and things i don't know so uh josie bell says it's like secular in that sense you go into something called the umbral to give you a second chance but the game is a bit harder and more overwhelming overall the game's a solid nine out of ten for me mechanics were a bit buggy at first but i've been having a blast with it yeah i it's on kind of my not short list kind of long list like a catch-up list um because liza p is on there too but uh probably saving those for the winter break because i have about two months off but um, i still got to finish uh elden ring which yes, is also yeah, yeah. has some you know guts like stuff oh yeah you can find in there well um, yeah i mean miyazaki that is the head of um from software that all of these games you know uh sekiro sekiro literally is a from software game but all these other games are inspired by dark souls demon souls yeah. elden ring bloodborne um that dude is a huge fan of berserk and the 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 high stakes the monstrous enemies against a human character um so the sense of scale he's like directly inspired by his love of berserk so i think that he has a direct quote saying like dark souls would not exist without berserk mm-hmm. like something like very specific like yes. that yeah. yeah yeah and there's literally a character a side character in elden ring that is wearing um the guts's armor has a giant guts style sword uh, but he's actually like a werewolf instead, which is also, as Steve will learn later, has something to do with uh, <laughs> oh. as well. But that was in one of the. I mean, I've watched again whatever animes. And I oh, think that's I right. You, that you where, saw the CG, yeah. So you yeah, know, kind yeah. of some of that stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. um, yeah. There's always a bunch of nods to Berserk shit in the the Souls games too. So, uh, but thank you, Josie Balls. That's good to know because yeah, most people have said it's like a sleeper hit. But Lies of P just kind of got the spotlight before Lords of the Fallen. So, hmm. and I was going to wait until the news of the bugginess, until some updates happened to fix some of the bugginess. So, um, blah, 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 blah. we have, uh, I don't think we have any new reviews uh, this week, but please 
give us nice five-star ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts especially, and give us a review or answer the Q&As on Spotify as a little review. Uh, it helps the podcast get put up into, you know, put higher in searches and uh, put higher in recommendations list from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or things like that. So um, pushes you up in the algorithm, the algo, as they say. So um, we have a little segment here called Spill Your Guts, formerly known as How You Doing, Steve, Joey, and Ryan. But uh, yeah, what, spill your guts about uh, what are you watching, what are you playing, what are you reading, what are you, what are you doing since we last recorded? Yeah. Steve, how, how are you going to split your How exactly are you? How are you going to split your guts? Uh, let's see. It was Halloween recently and handed out a bunch of candy. We had like, a, I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think here from a, you went as Borat for the 17th year in a row. Exactly. The, uh, bathing suit is finally starting to wear out. I was yeah. out front and it did break <laughs> in front of some children, which, um, some cops were called and some disturbances were made. I was able to escape. Uh, and get back into the, my backyard of the house so that uh, no one was the wiser, and I do not have any more counts against me. Um, but, but now yeah. your cats will not leave alone that very stringy bikini. Exactly. For yeah, the smell chew toy. The play factor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love my daddy. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I didn't really dress up too much. Just had a weird crusty old pig mask that I threw on, um, one of those half, uh, whatever weird masks. So that was fun. Just, uh, which reminded me of another quick mention, another great video game, hotline Miami. Mm. If you, if you look up the art for that game, you'll see what I mean. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, I guess the biggest thing was this past weekend. I competed in a disc golf tournament Mm. for two days straight, a pure, Grid, gridiron competition <laughs> where I took second place. <laughs> so, where, yeah, the day one, I crushed my card, who were, you know, mostly all smoking weed and drinking during. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I think it was like a field of 42 players. So, yeah, the first day I had some of the best shots I've ever had at La Mirada, and they slice and dice the course a bit differently too. Yeah, some really long uh, shots, and the disc was doing what I wanted it to do. Um, So, yeah, after day one, I was in first place. And the day two, again, solid day, but I played some guy who looked like he could have been my father, and he beat me because (laughs) (laughs) he threw a plus one where I threw a plus four or something, but I still was able to obtain second place. So, better since the last few tournaments. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. I think I placed in like the 30th places. <laughs> uh, so climb my way to the top there. So that was uh, fun, rewarding, and exciting. What was um, the, what did you win? I won absolutely nothing. I think oh. maybe some credit to the La Mirada Disc Golf Club because they like sell discs. But because oh, okay. it's, it's MA3, so it's like the shitty division. So like first okay. place would get a trophy, but they're like, yeah, okay, yeah. come on, you're just... <laughs> Uh, each other off of the stoner things. dude that we've seen at the courses he doesn't belong to that club right the he's stoner you remember the guy where i said uh he said domier than a titty about the oh that, that's uh yeah, that's that guy's at what is that guy uh disc <laughs> disc days is his handle disc days, that's it yeah yeah uh, instagram nice guy he was yeah he gullible. uh <laughs> He actually throws really far. Like he played at Goat Hill when it was the professional tournament and played with like Brody Smith. But um, yeah, I haven't seen that guy in a minute. So not sure where he is in life. Hey, he and Pino have something in common, at least when it comes to uh, that San Diego disc golf course. 
You got a thumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are bold. <laughs> what is that uh, called? What's that? The San Diego Morley that Field. Called? Morley Field. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a thumb or it's over, baby. Um, yeah, uh, my father likes really uh, small breasts with huge nipples. That's, what, that's his right. favorite. Oh, he likes yeah. the ratio <laughs> to be way <laughs> off. And he, he went like this. He went, mmm. Mm, like fold that, over like of a thumb direct, a forefinger and, <laughs> and i was disgusted yeah yeah back in, uh, back, yeah. In the, back in the long drive home contracting days when i worked with my dad yeah he literally took the back of a pencil bit it off stabbed it into his chest and said that's optimal <laughs> um <laughs> yeah there's nothing i think there's like a bunch of mario shit coming out i feel like nintendo released uh, super uh, mario wonder came out and is a big hit it's okay the, it's the newest kind of 2.5D Mario game, and it's got right, right. rave reviews. 2023, uh, very easily named already. I mean, it's almost over, but named maybe the best year in gaming ever or a contender for the best mm. year in gaming ever. Oh, wow. Just, I mean, I mean, even just late in the year, like Spider-Man 2 came out. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Alan Wake 2. That game's a fucking master. Like, all this, all this shit's coming at Lies of P was this big surprise hit. Yeah. Um, oh, guys, Star Rail. You know, well, <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, it is a huge hit. Brown Eye Funk Town. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, I remember Sterling and I used to get pissed. Well, because I remember, so Xbox 360 came out in November because that's when I waited overnight for it. Yeah. Um, but then we'd always get pissed because, like, the games would never come out when you were, like, on break. Yep. Like, yeah. they would come out. I guess, yeah, you'd have your finals, and then you'd have, like, some Christmas break, but it would already have been out for, like, a month and a half by then. We are like, yeah. I just want to play it now. Uh, and then same with the summer. It was just like, okay, it's not really coming out for us to yeah. play. There there were a handful of games that kind of changed the that whole thought process behind a marketing and release schedule. Yeah. And I think it was, like, Fallout 4 was announced and then quickly came out a few months later, which was, like, unheard of. Um, so instead of announcing it, you know, seven years beforehand, like the same company did with Starfield and then it came out forever or they said, oh, yeah, the next Elder Scrolls game, you know, the sequel to Skyrim, that'll be out in probably 2028 20, or nine. It's like, well, then why did you fucking even announce anything anyway? Mm. Uh, so a, a bunch of games wanted to avoid Fallout or vice versa or something like that. They wanted to kind of stand alone. So they're like, oh, we're moving our release to February and everyone's like. February who releases a game in February and then a couple of these games came out that were kind of like not low tier they were kind of like mid tier kind of games but they were huge hits because there's nothing else to play because of the huge like you know schedule kind of gap you get holiday games and then you get fall and there's like almost nothing else that comes out like in the summertime and so ever since then games are much more staggered throughout the year right. which is great there's just like especially this year um, kicking off with like Dead Space remake and then and fucking Resident Evil Four and all that shit and then now ending strong with um fucking Baldur's Gate three fucking yeah. fucking Starfield fucking Liza P Alan Wake two Spider Man two like fucking huge hitters so yeah. huge hitters for the huge nipples on them small titters and huge tanners um but yeah I think that's I, my one buddy Luis just started listening to the show he's a big uh, Berserk fan oh nice um friend of wolf and sterling as well hmm. um shout yeah, out to louise yes he said i don't like that you call matt fat matt he's now gotten in shape just <laughs> it's simply not true you can't yeah. <laughs> um so but fat anyways yeah. way of being i mean yeah, we, yeah, we all just, have fat matt inside of us hey, We've matt, <clears> too, but. i've seen matt go from skinny matt to fat matt multiple times so yes. it's, i'm gonna stay with what's most consistent it's fat matt <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that's how I'm doing. Ryan, shooting it to you, my friend, as you have some these nuts. Uh, yes, I'm spilling. Uh, okay, yeah. So I went to BlizzCon actually, um, both days. Uh, got in because had a friend who was also Blizzard dude, and uh, it was okay. I mean, I've I haven't really been to a gaming convention before, mm-hmm. um, but it was it had some things to do. I feel like it was it was weird. <laughs> like, well, that one used to sell out and like was like insane to yeah. get into when it was like Blizzard was at all that ship. Yeah, and and yeah. then they, they were having the finals. Like uh, I didn't I didn't watch them, um, but because uh, I was kind of over it. <laughs> well, uh, you hadn't studied for them, so you weren't even going to try to <laughs> yeah. you know, compete. So. Just over those over <laughs> the DNF. Finals. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, I felt like there should have been more to like buy. I feel like there should have mm. been like I didn't buy anything, and I feel like that's a staple at a convention, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They well, announced BlizzCons used to like, have very specific exclusives. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't like dealer orientated. I don't At think least they, they had like one or two maybe things yeah. that were exclusive. You could get a Diablo tattoo, I guess. That was something. Wow. Like um, an ink real tattoo, not a. Yes. yes. You had to like schedule it or something. But and they were really deceptive because on the walls above the Diablo tattoo area, they had some really gnarly looking tattoos that looked cool. And then you you looked at what the actual tattoo was. It was some tiny little square on someone's ankle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. Like, That's you're gonna get a Diablo flesh. tattoo. It might yeah. as well be like satanic as hell. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, not exactly. a little square. Uh, I got a fake Diablo tattoo, which was just like, uh, <laughs> uh, but Stick yeah, it on my donger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they had some. Uh, I don't know. They, there was a group, a girl group called uh, Les Seraphim, which is a K-pop mm. girl group that performed oh. there. Uh, I don't really listen to their music, but it was it was fun just watching that. I guess uh, it was a cosplay <laughs> yeah. contest. Yeah. Watching, uh, yeah, no, that's that's what it was. Yeah. It was their physics yeah. were all the way up to ten. Yeah. So. Uh, well, it was K-pop, so uh, yeah. make of that what you will. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> not so many jiggle fig- physics, but uh, <laughs> that's what a jiggle figure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, these <clears throat> knees. Uh, the cosplayers are really good. Like mm. they put they they seem like here compared to like anime um expo they put like way more like time because yeah. i was i was hearing stuff of like yeah this took like 500 hours or something oh to God. make i was like oh my gosh like it looked like it too they had yeah. like steam coming out of the sword and like glowing wow. parts like like laced into the, yeah, the yeah. chain mail it was really cool um but i didn't know like any of the characters because i don't play world of warcraft right. i don't play stark i've played starcraft like once yeah um, they just had some huge update to World of Warcraft, and I'm like, I know, yeah. I knew that people were still playing it, and it was still technically supported, but I didn't think that they were putting any new content into that fucking game. Anymore. No, they're still going. It's fucking uh, crazy. If there's enough yeah. profit, then it just yeah. never appealed to me because it just it doesn't look like I never played it back when it was you know new. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't have the nostalgia. And Which then was now, like 2000, what four or five or something? Yeah, that came yeah. Because I think I was in college, and I I, I actively chose not to play those games because I didn't want to get addicted because people exactly. were like, I, I literally knew people who were like, yeah, my brother quit his job just so he could play all day. Yeah, this guy wow. dropped out of school so they could play all day. I was like, old uh, Gaylor's yeah. nephew had like a, a like a, and I'm saying this seriously, like a, like a, a rising career at Costco. Like he got promoted like three times in like Costco. a year and a half. Yeah. And so at like 17 or 18, he was making like 25 bucks an hour. And then world of Warcraft came out and he got addicted and he quit his job. So he could dedicate more time to World of Warcraft. Insane. Wow. Which is again, not I mean, it's not competitive. You're not getting you know what I mean? It's not your he was gonna be an esports guy. Twitch wasn't even a thing back then. (laughs) Mm. Um 
Yeah. I do love original StarCraft and the war, like Warcraft 3. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of that, but just not the open world real time character builder stuff. Yeah, I like some of the elements of like StarCraft, the real time strategy, but uh, like the actual competitive nature of it. Like if you're not just dicking around with friends, like it's you're just micromanaging so much in like yeah. split seconds mm-hmm. and it just it doesn't appeal to me. Like yeah. I I like the strategy aspect of it, yeah. but like the just clicking, seeing how fast you can click buttons and like highlight areas and shit mm-hmm. and no like shortcuts. That's that's not that fun. Exactly. Yeah. Back in uh, the 98, I think is when that game came out. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, my buddy Chris and I used to join rooms that would battle the computer and then we would all say, hey, we're going to go battle the computer and then we'd blow up there the other players stuff <laughs> super pissed early internet troll days <laughs> people just typing fuck you the- <laughs> but yeah uh so the my my blizzard game that i have played was overwatch mm-hmm. um and my blizzard stuff that i've watched is also overwatch mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know uh and uh, Trace, lesbian tracer porn there was yeah. like there was like nothing there in the overwatch section there were two full rooms for overwatch and there was yeah. nothing there were some cosplay they fucking blew that like, shit so fucking hard like yeah. overwatch 2 the whole launch of that it was a fucking it's like you guys had just burned a, they, everyone a they took too long and b they should have learned i mean destiny 2 ended up being a huge success although <laughs> bungie just laid off uh like 10 percent of their workforce recently but um but uh, they did the same thing where it's like, even to this day, people will still say, I love Destiny 2, but they should have just kept calling this Destiny and released these huge world changing expansions or, or, you know, here, now it's this whole thing. You know, it's, it's the post whatever paradigm shift or whatever it is, as mm-hmm. opposed to a whole new game. And uh, because all these people were like, well, I'm going to lose all my shit. And I play Overwatch every day, and they're like, "Well, nope." You're, you, and they just kept making it more of a bummer. They're like, "So yeah, you're going to lose all of your progress. You're going to lose all of your uh, shit you paid for, like your custom costumes and things like that. And then you're going to lose the." And they're like, "Well, fuck off," you know. And then Hero Shooters just kind of like slowly died anyway, you know. But yeah, in in Overwatch, it's like they they used to have like uh, loot boxes, which people didn't really love, mm-hmm. I, I think, but. Like now people are like, call, like, damn, I kind of miss them now yeah, <laughs> because yeah. you have to now you have to pay real money if yeah, you want exactly. any of the shit now. Yep. Um. So I'm like, because I actually did pay for buying like original Overwatch. Yeah, and yeah. then now I just have nothing. Right. So, yeah, you're yeah. that star rail. Yep. That's that's the way. <laughs> Stinktown <laughs> Brown Town. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I went to BlizzCon um, and then I also went to Disneyland. As, di- di- <laughs> yes, uh, Disney always busy, as, as they say. Did you do the <laughs> two parks or the... <laughs> I had the park <laughs> opera, yes. Already bummed out about the thing. Yeah. Hopping on that Disney. Disney's always pretty crowded. Fucking hack bullshit. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't been to Disneyland in like seven or eight years. Um, and I a lot of stuff had changed. I had never been to Star Wars Land. I'm, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan. Uh, it was nice. I loved it. Um, yeah. I, I like the, the little robots do testing. I saw that on the internet. Uh, uh, which, which robots? I don't know. There were some like mini droids that like walked on their own and like people. Oh, were you can build out. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no, not that you can build. These are like like almost AI kind of like. Oh, just like walking around. Park? Yeah, little mini robot because they have like activations in Star Wars land where it's like yeah, C3, yeah. C3, or R two D two's running around and Wookies are running around. That might have been in like the daytime. I only went at the nighttime mm. and there was like no cast members like around. It was just oh, okay. 
the the nightlife in the cantina and yeah. stuff. But, oh, did you get uh, make it into the cantina? I did. I oh, thought like, one of my friends said you had to like reserve before you enter the party. Yeah, usually it's popular. tough to get into. But yeah. I asked the guy and he was like, uh, he was like last name and I said Bueller and then he said, oh well, you know, <laughs> come on in. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and he hit you with Darth Maul's lightsaber. <laughs> yes, both ends. Both ends of it in the ass. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, he, he said, yeah, the wait time's 20 minutes. So just yeah. put your name down. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm in. Um, yeah, that was like when Sarah and I went, which is like on a Tuesday night or something. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. that was really cool because it was actually basically a one-to-one of the cantina in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like the the size of it, the the shape, you know, the, the DJ. Uh, the <laughs> DJ, unfortunately, was not. <laughs> which the yeah, DJ was Max Rebo was... there. The, the DJ no. is the fucking old Star Tours pilot. <laughs> yes, which is, it's fun. That's fun. Voiced um, by Paul Rubin. Yeah. Oh, oh. R.I.P. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. Catching loaves forever now. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got had the blue milk, you know, had some Dole Whip. What did the, you think the of the blue milk? Was, I liked it. I liked the, it a lot. Yeah. Really? Like, oh my god. It yeah. was like nothing I've had. It was like yeah. almost a slushy, but almost yes. not like kind of like a the thickness of a smoothie. Yeah. It it was it was good. Yeah. I, I, I could it. not finish that drink. It was like Ooh. too chalky and, and cummy for me. I thought it was very refreshing. <laughs> you prefer breast milk? Is that is that right? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, straight from the source hey, of the. Okay, no los dos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a whole numero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but oh, and I also got a, a fun little um, Coca Cola like oh, thermal yeah. detonator. They had just like a little oh. stand that has mm-hmm. um, like a it's a ball, but then it has like Star Wars themed writing of like Coca Cola, mm. and it's so yep. it looked like battle chipped and stuff and it has like an unscrewed cap of like what a, the thermal detonator looks like oh, in star wars it, it's cool. pretty cool yeah that's the only place you can get those when that first opened those were selling for like a shitload oh yeah 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 so yeah. i, well, I have... and people were stealing stuff from the cantina too and selling it so they quickly <laughs> learned to bolt all that down <laughs> uh but i will say um for anyone who gets the fluffy tauntaun drink <laughs> at, mm. at <laughs> do not do not try the fluff part it tastes like absolute ass. I oh, mean, weird. all three of my friends How do you know what ass tastes like, including me. <laughs> and I told them I was like, "This tastes disgusting. It tastes like what you would imagine piss tastes like, but worse somehow." You don't oh. have to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, like like when you're a kid, you see someone from. like you see yourself piss, and you're like, "Damn, that probably tastes like terrible." Yeah, that's that's what that hey, actually everyone thinks taste. it probably tastes oh. disgusting. <laughs> the drink itself is great. Yeah, I had no clue it was called Oga's Cantina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know who Olga is. With oh no, Olga. Olga. Yeah. With <laughs> buzz button. Olga. The, the foam. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. But yeah, that's that's my little recommendation there. Oh. Um, I also went to the haunted mansion uh, with mm. the Jack Skellington theming. I've been to the haunted mansion, but not with his, um, mm. you know, jizzle over it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, they uh, call it fake snow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So overall, fun day. Went went the whole day. So that's why yes. I didn't record. But. Yeah, uh, that's how. What'd you I... think of? Because uh, you got the park hopper, so did you hop in the same day, or does it go? Back? Oh yeah, yeah. So I went to like Marvel. We went on the Incredicoaster, Soren, um, which was it was kind of a nightmare for Soren because we went we the whole day we'd been going on like single riders, which just got us right into the ride, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But for Soren, apparently that was not the move because we we went in single rider, got immediately to the front of the line, and then they just did like four or five like runs of the of the oh, soren show and yeah, yeah. just didn't let any of us in oh that's <laughs> and they split us up too which was mm. even worse so it was like oh my god it was not <laughs> worth but uh yeah incredicoaster was a lot of fun yeah. um i hadn't been there since they changed it to that we didn't end up going on the avengers like now, did, drop one hold on did uh, did soren find you and find the ring that was ar- around your neck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good old Soren. Yeah, uh, 
in his eye. Yeah. The eye of Soren over California. <laughs> 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 You're just flying around the tower and on above. One Dude, now that instead I of would, one oh, inst- wow. instead that of would, one ring because you're in a hang glider, one wing to go. rule one, them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Wang. Uh, <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eagles have landed. Ooh, that would be a shitty band. Buffalo <laughs> The new spicy yeah. wings. And- <laughs> it's not Why a racist way of saying wing. Fucking eagle buffalo wings. They were so hungry. They lost all it their. Giving them like spread. seventy HP, dude. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. I hate the fucking eagles. Are they just <laughs> thing in Hotel California. <laughs> Go birds, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new Gollum game yeah. came out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh gosh, that uh, is a funny, a funny. Um, even though twenty twenty three is the one of the best games for gaming. This company released uh, yeah. a game called Lord of the Ring Gollum. They even forgot to put rings. Are you serious? They literally <laughs> Lord of they, the Ring. They paid all this money to. It sounds the, like my Spanish grandmother to the can't, Tolkien estate. She can't pronounce anything. Um, to get the rights to this, and it was supposed to be this like kind of stealth game where you play as Gollum, like escaping from his like torture and all this bullshit. And but his design looked like a fucking like like. Tommy Pickles from fucking <laughs> Rockrat. He looked, I mean, Gollum's not supposed to be like a handsome little dude, but he looked fucking. They tried to make him cute and it looked disturbing as fuck. It was right. so disgusting looking. The game got like ones out of tens. It barely functioned. Like it was terrible. All, like it all was the memorabilia like, from that. That era is horrible. We had this Gollum like sitting toy that we brought to shows for mm-hmm. years and finally someone bought it for some weird reason. But like anything Gollum just was like off. They just yeah. couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't nail the same character. Uh, yeah, I don't song. know how marketable he is besides his voice. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's how uh, I've been doing. Nice. How you doing, Joey? Uh, or wait, hold on. Uh, spill yeah. your damn guts. <laughs> uh, I'm guts are okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're so thrown off by this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm spilling okay. It's been it's been it's been, it's been very busy yep. with school uh it's like midterms flew right into i'm on a quarter system it's only 10 weeks a quarter so uh midterms are all like week six and seven and then your final projects and papers are all due like now so um but uh been getting good grades on stuff which is great uh good feedback uh i homed my first person my first client at my social work internship which was nice uh not don't feel great about the homeowner that they're moved this my client is moving to rent the room from person but i had to kind of put aside my own personal bias against this gentleman and uh and the vibe that i got uh talking to him a few times um but ultimately it's like it's what the client wants even if it's not you know the greatest thing but uh luckily they have you know uh like adult protective services they also have an agent that is like their caseworker too so uh i'm trying to get in contact with that person to be like hey maybe do some unscheduled uh check-ins over the next like few months you know as they settle into their new place or whatever but regardless client was very happy at least the first couple days uh and that felt very good um too so uh that's been fun well it's not fun but it's like at least it's it's feels like honest work and it's satisfying and it helps somebody so uh that's nice um and then uh wife and i are doing another ivf cycle right now so we're right in the midst of daily medication and i think 
think starting and it's going well, which is nice. Like her body, this like second time seems to be, you know, taking to it even better. Um, and I think we're going to be going on daily doctor's visits starting this Saturday. Right. You so, go from every other day to daily and the dailies yeah. are about a week. I think right? like a week long. Yeah. And then depends on, um, I mean, if they're all growing really fast, it might be shorter, but yeah, it's going to be going to be probably five or six days and then retrieval. So yeah, you're going to um, have a blue harvest speaking exactly. of uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, yeah, we had a had a new person out to our um, uh, martial arts group, which was nice. And first first uh, cool person in a while and uh, female always like having a female. I want more female members, but um, in the theme of the casket chapters. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, I checked her clothing in the same way that Guts did. Damn. Um, <laughs> but uh, you're soaking wet. Are you kidding me? It's 80 degrees in the Santa Ana. Right. Winds are blowing. What is happening? <laughs> uh, Ryan did not meet her. He was testing his board game with some friends this weekend too. He was a very was. busy boy. Yes. Uh, what did they think of your board game? Uh, they had a lot to say. I, I actually kind of <laughs> felt I felt bad Fuck because <laughs> well, they were all really smart people, mm. which is why I kind of chose them to test it. Yeah, but because they were all really smart, they all had stuff to say, but one of the guys, he every single time he would make a suggestion, the other two would just completely shut him down and be like, oh, he'd be like, wow. be like, so like, what if you did this? And they'd be like, yeah, I don't know about that wow. one. How would that really work though? And yeah. you know why? It's because he was giving shitty ideas, mm. but like, <laughs> I felt so bad because every, like consistently, I don't think they realized they were doing it, but every time <laughs> yeah. he would say something, they would just, show, I was like, what if we did this? And I'm like, oh my gosh well you know i've thought of that before but it currently wouldn't work with the, the version that we're doing but uh, like i tried to mitigate some of it but yeah. man they were just <laughs> they were railing his stars as just some <laughs> <might say. laughs> yeah. what what stage are you you said the artwork is done uh yeah the character artwork and the background of that is all done uh board artwork done board artwork is probably well Board artwork is probably after I do um, the items artwork because the board, it's like one of those things that you want to be like final, final because the board in my game, it's like it's it it matters where the stuff is on the board. And if the rules change or something, then you can't. Oh, I need to move this mountain one space to the right Right, or something. Right. right? So that's I I don't have a doubt. I'll have an easy time finding someone for that because it's like it's just it's landscape essentially. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to like, oh, this character has to look how I want them to. You know who you should get? Thomas Kincaid. Who? who? (laughs) Gary, he's (laughs) who who I guarantee you've seen a billion of his fucking artwork uh christian artist every mom and grandma in the world loves him oh wait he paint he paints all these landscapes that are i mean the, and copies of them are up in fucking hotels and this and whatever but it's like people like do a lot of stuff at like christmas and everything but oh, yes he just I, paints these very quaint beautiful landscapes um but uh yeah uh, yeah he always has he always has a road or a pathway leading off to somewhere you can't see because every road unseen road leads to god is his philosophy which i'm like i don't think he believes any of that shit but he's had collabs <laughs> with disney and stuff like that too like you can they, they had they had a whole um a thomas kincaid 
not they they have that art gallery at Downtown Disney, mm. and it's not always Thomas Kincaid, but for like a year it was like exclusively Thomas Kincaid. Uh, you shit. know what? I and remember like his eighteen hundred bucks yes. for a fucking picture of like you know the Disney cat, the you know Sleeping Beauty's castle or whatever. But yeah, and yeah, I remember there was also one of him doing like the where, where Snow White's running through the forest. Yes, yeah, yeah. I remember that like and he drew like the trees and stuff yes, too. Yeah, yeah, there was there was something like yeah. that. There. Yeah, so just get him. Yeah, 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 yeah. easy enough. <laughs> I want him to spread messages about God what's it, <laughs> in, my, in my game. <laughs> what is your what's your timeline for getting this game out in the world? Uh, I'd like to have it on Kickstarter by this year. So, oh, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, but like yeah. launch it on the new year or something like that. Uh, well, not not like literally year, on, on January, but in this coming year. So nice. yeah, where whenever that may be in the coming year. Um. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. Uh, Poof, playing Alan Wake 2. Uh, that game, Remedy Entertainment is like probably like now maybe my favorite developer or top three of all time. But they made, uh, Steve and I have discussed, uh, or he's listened to me discuss uh, the game Control, which came out in 2019, which is one of my like top five favorite games of all time. Um, but uh, which was about um, basically think of the X-Files, like, mm-hmm. but instead of just being about aliens, it's about literally all paranormal, esoteric, quantum, quantum physics, like consciousness, reality, astral project. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fictional bureau in the, in the U S government that handles like dimensional research and like, you know, objects of power. It has all this crazy art. If you haven't played control, hmm. you should play it, but it's a, uh, it's a very like deep lore heavy game, but Alan Wake. He has um, a flashlight. Yes, he does. Yeah. He, Alan Wake came out exclusively to Xbox 360 in 2010. Um, and I remember the aforementioned Fat Matt, Skinny Matt, now, you know, maybe Fat Matt again in the future, <laughs> let me borrow we'll get there. Um, his Xbox for a while so that I could play like Mass Effect because that hadn't been ported to PlayStation yet. And I played Alan Wake then too. But uh uh it was like you know it was a, a really cool survival horror game you know writer about about a writer's story horror story coming to life in this small town that he goes to to do like a writer's retreat because he has writer's block and mm. so but man Al, like that's uh, one of his moves he like when he blocks one of the enemies it's called a writer's block. <laughs> yeah, writer's yeah block. he writes writer's a piece block. of paper that then has the yes. the spell on it yes. that then creates a shield <laughs> um and the enemies like you know yell at him for turtling when he just stands there and does writer's block right, all right. the time but uh <laughs> he <upraises laughs> blanca no honda uh but yeah so um not gonna spoil the first game but uh the second game is um you know so control the game control has this whole section that elude there's all these easter eggs about alan wake and things that happened after the events of the first game and then there was a whole dlc thing where you're fighting this entity that the federal bureau of control had captured from that alan wake incident and they were studying it and then it like Mm. escapes and you as the director of the bureau have to go like fucking fight it and you know defeat it and stuff but um yeah very extremely heady game extremely scary game um but like with all the stuff that steve and i have been talking about um about consciousness and uh, that guy anthony peak the author that um we found at contact in the desert in june it's like it's cool that like there are video game auteurs just like movie auteurs and writers that are also into all these concepts and um yeah i can't recommend uh, alan wake 2 enough it's scary as fuck too so occasionally it's like they have a like a thing that happens a lot that feels like a cheap jump scare 
but it does make sense into what's happening like with the characters but man there have been some times where i've like tossed the controller up because it scared the fucking shit out of me mostly because i would i would jerk and then my cats who were laying on me would fucking stab me and it would make it worse and it was just like a whole you know overwhelming thing but and then i would jerk and then finish (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah alan wake 2 highly highly recommended um play the first one or at least watch a a plot you know like a nice lengthy plot overview for like that's at least like a half hour there's a ton of them on on the internet but uh before you play the second one but uh yeah oh and i and i finished spider-man 2 which was really good was excellent um cool um yeah other than that i think it's time to get into it just like guts's bloody index and middle finger uh when he's making sure make sure casca's undressed after falling off a cliff um yeah i think it's my turn for the four sentence summary see the segment that i stole from the just king things podcast which is a podcast about uh all stephen king books and they read each stephen king book in publication order and they have a five sentence summary uh but uh comic books are a little shorter so we're doing a four sentence summary where one of us summarizes the events of the chapters we read without looking at them just from memory uh and i think all of us you know read these the day that we record anyway so it's fresh but um uh and yeah we just say it off the cuff here so start spilling Woo! <laughs> um hey just like casca had period blood spilling out of her right uh, uh. already hacking her own uh. running period joke but um yeah so <laughs> Uh, we, uh, we come upon, (laughs) we come upon, uh, Aiden of the blue whale, you know, fucking hysteric bitch nights or whatever they're called about to kill guts and Casca on the edge of a cliff with his, uh, marble breaking (laughs) spear, spitting spear technique, uh, Gampan Zensu or Zempu or something like that. Um, sentence one, that's fine. Um, Guts uh, and Casca uh, fall. Guts or Casca passes out. Casca passes out. Casca uh, passes out. Falls off the cliff. Guts falls with her, holds her to his bosom as they fall. He gets hit with a crossbow bolt. They fall in the water. They are okay, uh, but are now considered missing and hole up in a little tree root kind of cave on the edge of the riverbanks hole up in a hole it's not called the riverbanks it's just the riverbank but i said it as if it was like the river sticks or something so uh, that sentence two sentence three uh guts is very kind and tender to her and tends to her you know fever and illness situation that he doesn't know what it is yet um provides her with warmth uh the warmth of his own naked body um and uh she ends up waking up and regaling us with a lot of stories about herself and Griffith. That's sentence three last sentence. She's woken up. Um, we, we, uh, uh, I won't even mention the period thing. Cause we'll mention that later, but she wakes up <laughs> as you mention it and, uh, she wakes up, she's, <laughs> she's pissed part of the off. Yeah. <laughs> she wakes up, she's pissed off. Uh, but she almost passes out again and then decides to regale guts with the story of her, um, uh joining of the band of the hawk and her overall thoughts on our femboy bad boy griffisu so not not a lot of action in this but lots of revelations lots of um 
it's it's basically just one big deep character interaction well guts's you know character action with her is not super deep except those fingers and that blood you know but no but uh, uh find that <laughs> axe wound <laughs> um <laughs> it's the hatchet i know all the west side the west side of <laughs> oh, what we got here i was <laughs> dying at, at your putt fuckers post steve where it's like Thank what you. the last two pounds of crawfish see <laughs> or something like that yeah yeah, yeah i was like what yeah follow steve uh putt fuckers account p-u-t-t uh p-h-u-k-e-r-z on instagram for yeah. funny disc golf content but um but anyway uh but we really get a lot of insight into Casca's past and then um some incidents with griffith and even really griffith's kind of mindset about you know his dream his men and the cream from the man that paid for his dream <laughs> to <laughs> save his men so yeah yeah what are what beer is it you gay drink? if you like it yeah <laughs> what beer are you drinking steve uh we've got the polyander munich lager oh nice fest beers yes mixing it up i had all those monkish hazies i got through it's like okay yes. that's like a lot of sweet uh creaminess i need to want a beer that follows rein heinzke purity laws um but uh yeah uh i want to start off i mean we're getting into again like this chunk of this the overall golden age era right is just chock full with i mean this is this is you know not the only time berserk's at its best but i mean berserk is at its best like these these are some of the most memorable moments and chapters here um last mm-hmm. last episode couple you know last of our episodes like the last chunk of you know chapters leading up to now too so very because yeah, if you ask like work. what like the the monsters he killed early on it's like i just remember him killing a lot of monsters right right yeah, where it's like exactly. this is like oh this moment happened this moment happened and yes kind of the chapters we've been discussing as of late yes because yeah the 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 black swordsman arc is you know it's rich but it's it's more of a straightforward you know it, on its own it's it's a more of a straightforward yeah. dark fantasy anti-hero you know yeah. action adventure thing right um with lots of comedy from puck and like all that shit but uh but yeah, we're really getting into very um, conflicting emotions from all the characters. Like there's some growth from all the characters revealed. Just the darkness that's revealed in, in Griffith and how how the Band of the Hawk even came to be solidified. And yeah. he, you know, was probably solidified until he came, I would guess. But um, are you still there, Steve? You froze. You're, looking You're sounding different. choppy. I'm trying to kill every program I've got. Oh, cool. Okay. We can hear you, though, which is good. You sound clear. But ah, uh, you're moving again. There you go. I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the opening opening shot we have of her, which is like it's very like a, you know, pinup girl type thing. But the the opening of the three Casca chapters, it makes sense. Like she's she's taking off the hard shell armor that she's wearing mm. and she's showing us, you know, that she's actually got more in her past that makes things a little bit more complicated for, you know, the reader, I guess, yes. to understand. It's like, hey, you know, she's not. This isn't exactly a one to one of like she is this way because of that. It's like, well, no, this is enhancing Griffith's story. It's enhancing, um, you know, why she, her motivations, um, yeah. and just guts is kind of just audience reaction, which is weird because he was. It, it was always Puck that was audience reaction, mm-hmm. and then like guts was always just like the character development, and now yes. he's taken that role of like making weird faces and just like yeah we get a lot of goofy around. guts yeah in chapters yeah it's great you know she brings out the best in him yeah <laughs> he's basically like allowed like in his early 20s here like allowed to be like a teenager sort of you're like he's, he's 
you know, development's a little arrested after the whole Donovan right. whole thing. You know? <laughs> but, uh, it should be arrested. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, uh, it's funny to see, um, guts. No, I mean, he gets some poignant moments here too, but they're more actions and not words so much. Um, but it is, uh, you just said something and I lost my train of thought about her shell and this. And that. Oh, uh, if like, again, going back to, if we were reading this in real time, as it was released, we've known Casca for, I don't know, probably like a year, year and a half of publication of this comic, yeah. you know, um, it, you know, coming out every month or whatever. And, and she's literally grown up right. on this. You know, oh, she's grown chapters. up right before our very yeah, eyes. From 12 to beautiful maybe young some sort of legal age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, oh, but, but we have basically, we didn't have much else to go on just like guts, right? We kind of see her as gutsy her, which is what is up with this fucking chick all the time? Like she's yeah. so uptight. She's so irritated. She's so fucking mad. At like we don't really know. I mean, we know now cause we've, you know, seen anime and like rail red forward and stuff, but, um, but not knowing this stuff, it's like, this finally is, um, when Miura decided to give her an actual full sense of character. Right. And so, yeah. Cause also guts has just generally not been being an ass to her, right. which like in, in the black swordsman arc, he's usually an ass to everybody. Right. But like he hasn't been an ass to her, and then every time like she'll just retaliate like really harshly, and so yeah. he's always confused. It kind of comes to a head in this in this chapter yes. or these three chapters. Yes. So uh, we have uh, as we all head to a come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick before we get into the beat by beat, yeah. Uh, later the meat by beat. Meat by meat. What? Steve, being being the first timer going in cold, maybe hot in this chapter. <laughs> maybe major oh, yeah. hot. Ironic. Feverish. What did you think of the the revelations about Griffithsu here? Uh I think they were all very good. Uh again, it left me <laughs> wanting good. what he did. Good. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it it was interesting breaking down her story, right, and how she kind of joined and and got to where she is now again you get a sneak peek but still not a full curtain reveal of griffith where it's like okay still how did he get it made one of the first things i thought was like okay they're poor they're commoners like how do you acquire such nice armor how did he get a horse where did he learn to fight like those kind of thoughts started popping in my head of okay we see where he is even at this point when he meets up with her that you know he, he has something going on. So it's still like, how did he get to even that level? And then obviously yeah. we still don't get the, the full hand bone sandwich as to what happened in that castle, but we get a pretty good damn idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. We get we, top or bottom. Right. Knows. <laughs> <laughs> we get a sense of like, yeah, what he's willing to do and his philosophy about right. at least his younger philosophy about philosophy about his men yeah. and, and what he's doing. But but yeah, th- those are all good questions that I really don't know if we ever find out, like, where did Griffith get the fancy armor? Like, but it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting, too, where, like, if he's willing to do what he did with this feudal lord guy, who I think remains unnamed still in this uh, chapter, because he, he does return. Um, <laughs> we'll call him Mr. Sorted for now. There we go. Yeah. You know, his sorted <laughs> yeah, his taste. His sorted taste. Um, his sore kid taste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only done when those kids are walking away. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like in the closed doors <laughs> in the closed doors no behind the closed doors um but uh, it's yeah it's kind of like this illusion to like if he's willing to do that and can just logic that away is like hey i needed the money 
Like right. what else has he done? <laughs> That's the like past? the classic shirt that says I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need a shirt where of that panel where Griffiths just like whips his hair yes, back. Like yeah, the L'Oreal yeah. like money. money. Yeah. <laughs> He's very sure of himself yeah. uh, in that moment. But, um, uh, but yeah, so, um, okay. Now let's get, no, let's get it started as the black eyed peas once. Favorite church <laughs> church hymnal yeah um, before they retarded in here which is <laughs> the original uncensored title of the song and i'm now it's just called kidding. now we get tarted in yeah. here yes yeah. we're going to target clearance it's going yeah. <laughs> um the halloween stuff the kids right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly a spirit <laughs> halloween town yeah. um so yeah they're uh they're on the cliff and King you know, Trident swirling his trident, yeah, exactly. Uh, like after a shower, Adon's swirling it around, swinging his trident and saying, "I'm gonna nail your fins to the floor to Katya <laughs> under and, the sea." <laughs> and uh, you know he's he's introducing his Ganzanzempu from attack. the Kaborlwitz yeah, the family. Yes, yeah, so we find out he's from the Kaborlwitz family. There's gonna be many Kaborlwitz techniques. Uh, and long histories of Kaborlwitz knights and like all this bullshit, but yes. Um, and I get the feeling he's supposed to be kind of a a Germanic kind of um, boisterous German man or something yes. like that. But, but one that lives outside of the sea, exactly. yeah, outside of Germany being landlocked. But yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, he is. He starts swinging his fucking trident around, and Gonzan Zempu, the comic, literally breaks the fourth wall and says. Ganzan yeah. Zempu means rock cutting whirlwind. And it's yeah. like this was the okay. most like Dragon Ball Z feeling yes. set of panels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So far where it's like, I'm going to do this and you will feel the wrath of that. Blah, blah, blah. And this being published at like the height of dra- like early 90s, like height of Dragon Ball Z manga popularity. Um, but and it it is funny that like, I don't know why the localization team didn't just say this is my, you know, Kaboro, what's rock cutting whirlwind attack? Like, why did they keep that term Japanese? It's really interesting, you know, but it, it might've been such a, like a weird, like non-translatable term that yeah, they yeah. just were like, fuck it. This is like, yeah. So, so out there, we're just going to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Or, or, sorry. No, no I was going to say that's a problem with like the Bible. Right. So like, yeah, when, when God said Ra- Gans on Zepu, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, there. Like, there was darkness and he said Gans on Zepu. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying the, the translations, right? So just from Russia, right? Yes. Today is an example. Lies of They'll literally translate the book or they'll have translations and then little things saying this means this. This is what this means. Like the whole way through. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Yeah. We uh, run into this with totally our uh, Renaissance fighting manuals where depending on who translates it, and also depending on that person's interpretation of how these these fighting techniques were done totally changes the translation. Yeah. So you'll have the same manual with 17 translations uh, and they'll stick them like next to each other. But it is fucking crazy how different yeah. they can be like a game of telephone, you know, but um, but yeah, so uh, Guts doesn't care. He just fucking cleaves right through it, cleaves into Adon's helmet yeah this is like the classic <laughs> indiana jones thing where it's yes. like the dude's like all right yeah. now let me show you my guns on zimbu yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh adon is not dead but he is royally fucked up 
Um, he makes so much. By the way, he makes yeah, so much uh, noise uh, yeah. <laughs> in the most rent. Like they, they'll have if you notice in like the the sound effects, they'll have that in Japanese. Yeah. Which, like for example, when when Guts is cleaving him, it says like I believe it says like baka yeah, or like yeah. something like that. But then. <laughs> When he's talking, they didn't choose to like localize like right. to it an English sound yeah. effect. Someone would say he's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I was just going to say, yeah, that okay. looks like he's talking about sandwiches because it's just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's his last thought is flashing before his eyes. You know? Yeah. He just needs that classic sub. <laughs> Panoramic <laughs> yeah. life review. Uh, Officially, but, because he's undone the sea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he looks, it looks like he is fucking murdered, but he's then gone he's full black eyed peas realm here. Exactly. Getting (laughs) (laughs) well because he gets cleaved in the head, and then he gets cleaved from under the head. Yeah, under the seat. Yeah, Yeah, this. I'm gonna keep going with this. Flying Uh, and hey, you were just at Disneyland. It's okay. Hey, it's always busy. It's always too busy. Uh, Also, that Little Mermaid ride sucks. It's the one in California. It's fine. It's like a classic kids you know yeah, but they made it like fantasy 12 land 12 years ago like it could be a lot better like could the tech well, could be you got fleshlight ariel okay because <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's made up giant freaking silicone yeah, flesh she, yeah she looks fucking weird in there like even just the design anyway but isn't uh, there that one like disneyland like cup where it's like a sip uh, like a sip cup where, with a straw and but it's buzz Lightyear and the, the straw is oh, coming yes. up is like yep, dick yep. area or something it's very weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um but I, I love that guts is just like Guns and Zippo. He's like, so what? You know, he just like sneers at him. I also spelled sneers in the note like Sears, but oh. um, because yeah. I was like, no, it has an A when I was first. I was like, and then I was like, no, it looks absolutely stupid. Uh, and now Guts's men, the Hawks Raiders, are cheering on Guts. I'm like, oh, he fucking got that guy in just two swings. And then, uh, but it's funny because they're cheering him on like Griffith Sue used to always get all the cheers, right? Um, what do you guys think uh, Guts's uh, Smash Bros. audience chant would be? Would it be like nuts like guts? Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> <That's stupid. laughs> that's all his men, right? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're cheering him on. Um, I was trying to think of something with uh, uh, the kitty murdered in the last. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> What was that kid's name? Adonis was... gets abolished. Because it was well, <laughs> yeah. the dad was. Oh yeah, the kid was Adonis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. What was the dad's name? God, I already forgot. It was uh, Julius, Lord Julius. There you go, Julius and Don. Um, but anyway, Casca is watching all this, but she's a little woozy, so uh, she passes out. She's really like knock kneed, like she's not really standing in a fighting stance. She's kind of you know wobbly and stuff, and she passes out. Guts immediately goes to grab her because she's at the edge of a cliff over a river, and uh, Adon, who we again kind of find out is alive, is. You he know, makes an attack of opportunity because yes. Guts moved out of his range. Uh, he's he fucking 20. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking mangle mouth, like, you know, laughing to himself. You know, like, and he's got the crossbow out. Uh, Guts dives off the horse and uh, 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 grabs Casca, pulling her to his bosom, gets hit in the side, kind of in the side of his guts with the crossbow bolt uh, through his armor. And uh, they fall. They're falling off the fucking cliff. And uh, now, Steve, did you think they were going to die here? No, I know that you know. That yeah, you know, but yeah. Come on, they're be, they're <laughs> but that is pretty. No, again, if you're like, again, even if you're reading it in real time when it was coming out, you probably didn't think they would die. But it's like, right, well, right. Because we haven't really seen what the geography looks like below that cliff. You know, it could be yeah. the 
Indiana Jones Last Crusade situation where it's like just land on a raft in the snow. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that Perfect old Han Solo hand comes up and grabs that root. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I thought Berserk was going to be safe the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Berserk another day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they fall into this uh, a very rocky river. So, it, you know, Mira is trying to show it still was pretty lucky and treacherous. Like they could have fallen on a bunch of, you know, jagged Fine. rocks. But uh, <laughs> And uh, but he doesn't waste any time making you wonder. Like, I totally thought he could have, like, cut away for a whole other section of like two black pages of just swirly. Right. Yeah. Of- yeah. Or, or, or even like, you know, Judo and them going to get Griffith and be like, Griffith, they fell and da 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 while they're battling something else and have to go. They, but I kind of like that they just kind of get to the meat of this. So, oh, also, a uh, really interesting, rare occasion. We get to see inside Judo's mm. mind. You, we, we never yes. get thought bubbles yeah. ever from anyone in the band of the Hawk, except for right now in this very moment. You yeah. Know, yeah. It's just, it's just saying guts and casket, but yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. pass the Bechdel test, but uh, the guts <laughs> del test, but, um, but, but yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So guts is spluttering and grabs casket. They, they go onto the shore. Um, and we get a lot of like again, like Ryan was saying, guts being kind of goofy. We get some guts kind of whining and complaining, which he doesn't usually do in this. He's like, "I'm never doing that again." Swimming in my fucking armor, like he's all like, <laughs> "Ugh!" Like, <laughs> and but he's it's licking fu- the floor. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but it's funny because like his character, <laughs> even at this point, is known for just being able to fucking have the gnarliest endurance and strength and speed and agility and power. But he's complaining like, oh, I had this fucking 20 pounds of armor almost. I mean, that sucks. It, like, it's you know. like Wolverine. He just hates the water because his skeleton's going to bring him down. That's well, true. he's yeah, trying yeah. not to call Casca fat, guys. He's <laughs> saying it was the armor that was heavy. It wasn't her. <laughs> well, she's got that plump fat layer, so she would be yeah, floatable. Can uh, can Wolverine be drowned or would he keep like, would his brain keep? Um, I think that has been a an uh, issue he's had to deal with. And like he has a fear of water for drowning, but I don't know. The limits like a vampire like could he yeah. be underwater die and the second you bring him out he comes back to life or something we're talking about underwater drowning uh 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 but yeah it's like about something about swimmer yeah. <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> they're going uh, there yeah, but there is that panel that Ryan was referring to where it does look like he's literally licking the ground, but he's just going like, you yeah. know. Well, but, he's like, if we're talking short, he's like, I'm never going to play pickleball and go in my hot tub. Oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mr. Perry. <laughs> you. Um, well, Perry's a sword move, right? <laughs> yeah. For uh, Baroque small swords. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the Perry proper. I'm sick of this Baroque content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he gets no CPR. Um, he is certified. Hasn't and... been invaded yet, but he's knows it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Griffith had him train extensively with himself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, for no reason. I thought about this. Like, I don't, I don't know if people knew to do this, but also at the same time, it's not that far fetched for a more, for a less scientific age of people to be like, oh, if they're out of breath because they drowned, let me breathe into them and get, you know, they at least knew yeah. what lungs worked. And how, from, how yeah, from my understanding, they didn't know how to do this way back when, but who cares? He's <laughs> berserk. He knows. They were still throwing banana peels yeah. at each other. <laughs> Deep probing ancient aliens reference. Uh, so uh, after she kind of, you know, she's still passed out. 
but she at least breathes. We get like a huh um, from her, which I mean, it's going to happen. That sound effect and other <laughs> nonverbal <laughs> verbal cues will be happening quite a bit for dozens of years, literally. But um, but yeah, she's still oh, passed gosh, out. Don't say it. <laughs> she's still passed out, but she is awake. Or sorry, she is um, uh, alive. Sorry, she's breathing. She's passed out, but of legal age. So Waking up! <laughs> and only only now does Guts remember he has a fucking crossbow bolt in his side. Um, and he pulls it out. It's a bummer, but he's, oh, he's okay. He's fine. He's <laughs> and he, then he just chills out, and we get some funny inner monologue stuff, and he's like, that fucking blue whale guy. He's fish bait next time. We see him. Yeah. Like, is that guy going to be alive the next time? He's going to be sleeping with fucked. fishes. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is, this is like Sunday morning comic, like newspaper comic writing in this part, which is pretty funny, but, um, it, and then, and then again, the writing, he's, he's like, uh, he's, you know, he's talking about how they're lucky to be alive again, not really like guts where he's like, Oh wow. Wow. We were lucky to be alive. It's, it's almost as if like just the proximity to Casca is making him softer. Like he did this selfish, right. selfless act without thinking. It's not like it, it doesn't seem out of character that he did that, but we haven't really seen guts. Like we've seen him get revenge for people that he likes being wrong. So for other band of the Hawk memory, you know, Griffith is in danger. I got to go, yeah. whatever. And we've but, seen him care about his men. Like when yes. he went into the cave with, uh, you know, right. Zod and all that, but right. But that's kind of a vengeance thing, right? It's yeah. like, I got to fucking kill this thing. It's a whatever, but... Or at least save the men inside. Yes. Right? And, well, it's a and visu- visible, argue. actual... Oh, that's right. Here, keep going. Uh, it's shot time for my wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot. No, I was going to say, that those things were, were actionable <laughs> things. You could... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, go, a little John thing going here. Go, uh, what? Uh, that he could actually battle and fix, where this is kind of like... Um, I don't know requires like you're saying more motion and, and reaction to yeah i mean it, it's, kill it's really something. just her bringing out that the guts in him you know that yes yeah. well do you yeah. think he would have done this before joining the band of the hawk would would old guts have been in an entanglement with a person and immediately go to save them uh like if d- like if knew the person like or if i he mean just- maybe he casually knows them but yeah um, yeah yeah uh, I mean, I think that he, I think he, Guts in the Golden Age arc still kind of has that like the childlike sense of like, I want to be, you know, a good person, even mm-hmm. if everyone around me is shitty. Mm-hmm. Like that was even the case when he was with Gambino, right? Like he right. was still kind of like, like, oh, hey, like I did well, right? Like I'm I'm doing I, I'm helping other people and stuff. He wanted yeah. to be like that, but like it hasn't fully been beaten out of him yet. I right, think. right. Well, and I wasn't sure if he was beaten off yet. But um, <laughs> yeah. but but in that group in his previous we saw group, that initial Donovan you know yeah kind of uh, bear hug kind of you know position so we don't right know if right right reached around or anything like that I'm pretty yeah. sure they held hands at least yeah yeah um, very Jack and Rose from Titanic <laughs> <Donovan>. <laughs> well I'm Jack been Jack and my Rose <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean uh, do you I know what I mean I only plant rose <laughs> with this thing it means I was masturbating <laughs> sex. Uh, yeah so they go into a cave <laughs> immediately you guys are talking about yeah guts like doing the self just, would, self would he do, have done this before band of the hawk like yeah, pre-band before, yeah, yeah, yeah guts being you know a little more you gotta do a band. Yeah. And, and, and i was wondering too like if if judo or rickard or someone had been in that situation i would assume the answer is yes if it was one of our kind of core hawk guys you know or gaston of course his it, it hasn't really judo. been sh- like 
stated like out there that like oh yeah he likes casca because yeah. he he doesn't really like casca no. it's just like it's not like oh i want to get her attention because i like her and then she shuts me down it's like right. oh like i'm just trying to be a good like soldier or good yeah. like co-leader or whatever yeah and keep the harmony with the group and then she's just being a, a <laughs> she's always just up in his business right she's always yeah. criticizing him yeah, you know, and so neither of them would even say they like each other, but yeah. they do respect each other at this point. God damn right. it, they respect each other. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so sorry, Cuts. we were going to uh, oh, they're in uh, the little yeah. cave where he he spies a little cave, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah, they go and he has this little inner monologue, then it cuts over to Griffith Town. Griffith, ew. and this is just uh, this is just people trying to convince Griffith. Uh, some dickhead that we don't really know who it is in the band of the hawk is like, it's like, come on, just fucking leave those two. Who cares? We're not gonna, we're not gonna stop fighting with all of our forces just to go. And then Rickard's like, aren't you a side character, bitch? Right. And he's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> shouldn't, this, shouldn't this be Corcus saying this yeah. and not just some random band of the hawk guy? Exactly. Um, it was weird. I was like, yeah, why not have it be Cork anyway? But uh, very Corcus style line of like, we can't afford to go find these two. And then the guy tries to be like, at least like, Hey, come on. Plus, you know, they're two of the most powerful members of our party. You know, they'll be yeah. fine down there if they're alive. And so, and Griffith just remains silent. He's just ellipses, 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 which, um, this kind of, I guess is a pre post, whatever shadowing to Casca's story where mm -hmm. he's like, Oh, even the shitty little kid who joined my army, I feel bad for. Ah, right? so oh, now it's like, really Oh, good. These two people I'm not supposed to care about, I feel bad for because they were here for me. Yes, I did not make that connection. That's really, that is really a really good point, Steve. Yeah, like, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we'll come back to that later. Yeah, the, the dude I forgot too that is the dickhead. Uh, it's like Brandon Matt. Like, I don't know yeah. if you have oh, a yeah, yeah. but I'm like, just like a, you know, a no eyebrowed kind of big faced round face. Yeah. Not really man. part of the crew, just being a dick. Yeah, pointing out, yes, logical things, but just shut the fuck up. He's like, um, actually, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're getting picked last in dodgeball, right? Um, it, uh, it was interesting, too. Like, I know it's very common that in, you know, dialogue scenes, um, even in a comic book like this, when people are in full Renaissance era armor, they'll have their visor up or the helmet off or something. But there is part of me that, like, wonders, like, specifically it's almost like oh this is griffith in human mode as opposed to general mode or right, something you right, know what right. i mean like just showing the but even though everyone has their visor up so i could be reading into it but he's giving us some nice phone wallpapers though like they posing just yes. all the time oh yeah it's like, <laughs> like, like griffith what do you think we should do boom the thunder like yeah. rolls <laughs> yeah it's like yeah because yeah, there's a storm happening the rain's gonna right. be happening in just a garth little brooks is blasting yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh yeah so back to guts and casca um, they're in the little cave. She's again, passed out still, but breathing. She seems stable as we say in the medical field that I am part of. And guts is <laughs> like racking his brain. <laughs> nope. It's under the under sea, the this episode. Sea. And that's it. Right. Uh, <laughs> what's he's racking his brain on how to keep warm, but without starting a fire. Cause starting a fire could signal to the enemy that they were there. Um, yes. now, I don't know if he knew. I mean, they might even try to be interpreting smoke signals or something. And if you're not, you know, controlling the smoke signals, if you don't know Algonquin or something, then you might be saying the wrong <laughs> right, thing. And right, I don't right, know. Right. But but if he knew the smoke signals, if he was a little more open to the indigenous peoples of Western Europe, <laughs> which are Western, 
Nazis. What? Which unfortunately are <laughs> white people. Thought. He'd be able to trick them like the code yeah. breakers in World War II. Um, <laughs> code whispers, whatever they called them. Yeah, but um, anyway, Guts is grumbling about Casca being a dumb woman and he's like undressing her because his plan is just like when she kept him warm. Right. Plus, it's just a known thing. So, you know, yeah. you take the wet clothes off, body heat, like we'll heat each other up. Yeah, the water. But gotta, yeah. But we got to be naked to have that full contact, right? So yeah. full thermal contact. So he's like, ah, fuck, I have to do this. It's the only way. Basically, he's doing like a, ugh, she's an icky, annoying girl. And also, he he is saying like, cooties. I don't want her to wake up with me being a fucking right, creep right, and naked right. with her, right? And she she was she was clothed before she fell, and now she's going to be naked. He knows yeah. she's going to be pissed off. But... Hey, that was a really active river. Okay, I'm sorry, Cass. <laughs> Took it all off. <laughs> Do you know what an undertow is? Okay. Yeah. Have you heard, you heard the current before? Um, I know we don't have lifeguards yet, but those things do exist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know you have a red tie, so you probably know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as he's grumbling and taking off her wet clothes, he does get two bloody red fingers when he's, yeah. you know, pulling her pants down. So, and he's just like, what the fuck? He doesn't uh, exactly know what's happening. Yeah. I mean, well, he, he figures it out. Oh God, I forgot what I wrote. I, I wrote, he assumes she's wounded. Then he locks eyes with aunt Irma herself. My dog has a cone on and she just ripped off the fucking, uh, Christmas decoration hanging. There on we the go. There. Um, but yes, locks eyes with aunt Irma. <laughs> have you, have you heard of it? That's a very old, like me and Steve's grandma's generation of like what they don't say. I'm on my period. It's like Aunt Irma's coming to visit. Is in uh, town. No, I've not heard of that. <laughs> ask your ask your grandma next time. Yeah. If say, she is Aunt Irma still visiting you, grandma? Yeah. <laughs> and oh she'll my. say no. Eat some yeah. spoiled beans and get food poisoning again, right. Ryan. But in Spanish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have hot flashes, Ryan. Shut up. Mira que yeah. tiene un cosa de <laughs> frijoles de rotten para ti, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> Ryan San. Uh, <laughs> but but th- now I found this to be a very touching moment, though, because he gets what's going on after he realizes, oh, she's not wounded. This is a period which he has probably never been exposed to because we're like we're led to understand that Guts is I mean, we confirm it later, but that that Guts has never been one of the the band of the hawk is not a bunch of rapers and pillagers right they're they're yeah. they're good hearted mercenary bears and who doesn't yeah. <laughs> they're robin hood's merry men yes yeah. they don't they don't torture anyone they you know they kill they get their money they do their thing but they're not they're not you know fucking they're not yeah. from uh, the Vinland saga or something you know yeah in the first the first uh the war saga of that but um so but he immediately just rubs her head lightly and and he says must be rough being a woman you know again with like i know that it's the word bubbles and it's the japanese way but all all of these just very poetic word breaks like there's so many ellipses in berserk that aren't in a lot of other american comics at least like there's like usually it's pretty like okay here's a word bubble period you know the grammar's there yeah. there's, there's a period in those comics too there's a period here a period <laughs> But uh, it's very mic droppy too. It's like yes. must be rough being a woman. Then it's him just pose posted oh, up. Oh man, in the that, cave. That is a and I, people have made posters of this. That is that is like maybe one of my top three favorite. It's what I. It's it's one of those few images that when I think of Berserk, I think of that image of guts. I I relate to it in a lot of ways. Like like guts is holding his sword, which is the thing that's always been dear to him. Um, and then holding this woman with this, like he's, he's, you know, it's the shot is from the mouth of outside the mouth of the cave. You're seeing them kind of in like the half shadow of the cave. 
she's passed out naked he's um you know shirtless it's very romance novel looking too but um he's just like a fucking wolf in there ready to protect his young or his fucking she-wolf or whatever right and uh and so it's just like it's very touching how he's just activated to do not only the right thing but the very kind and tender thing because you don't think that he's going to necessarily react like that he's it's never even been alluded to that he would act like that to her you know what i mean like you would think he would be like fine she's fucking fine she's breathing i'll just let her you know what i mean but like something activates in him and i think it's spelled l-o-v-e but we don't know and it's also uh you know the first we've seen a lot of guts at night like Mm. and you know just about as he's about to go to sleep (laughs) he's got his sword out you know whipping it out yes uh no he He's, Swinging this around till I can't think of anything else as our last chapter. Ends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but he's always seen like with the stars and his swords just leaning against him. And then mm-hmm. he like drifts off to sleep. Maybe yeah. he has a nightmare or whatever. But it's we it's a consistent image of him with the swords sitting there. And yeah. it's like, this is what I have to hold close to me because it's who I am. It's, yes. And then now he's bringing this other person in. Yes. You know, and this is now how he's going to not really sleep because he's keeping watch. But like. Right it's it's bring it into his inner circle essentially like it's it's almost like a fucked up family portrait in a way like these are the things that are most dear to me even though at this point in the story he doesn't know that yet or whatever but it's like yeah it's just it's like you're saying it's so strange and new to see him um holding someone as he always holds the sword yeah you know, too you yeah know, letting somebody else in like that so um, that's the end of that i mean uh, first hey chapter. He, now he didn't have to have casca sitting in his lap he could have been laying with her you know he could have let her he you know i mean i guess he has to be kind of big spoon no matter what in whatever right. position or one yeah. it's also standing guard right in case someone does yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh also i i mean i don't think it's a big deal to him i'm sure that the band of the hot gets a discount on their dry cleaning from their feudal but those pants are going to be stained as fuck oh yeah oh yeah she's flowing like that river and will sell for quite a lot what (laughs) i thought it was him pre-coming but yeah her also they're going to sell those pants in a capsule machine in tokyo exactly and they're going to drip a little bit of tuna uh, can sauce in there (laughs) really sell it <laughs> casket blood on them they just sell it in them in the and... same capsule next to it like with a fork right right <laughs> uh for yes uh, <laughs> uh, the iron chef says that the tuna can is merely evoking the idea of the american colloquialism of how the vagina <laughs> tastes and smells and the aroma really adds to the uh <laughs> <laughs> you say the hormel really adds to the bukkake <laughs> 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 old, the smell old, old tuna oh yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so very tender moment as we finish out Keska part one and part two opens with like a, a really cool it it's funny like if there were no word bubbles on this page it would look like the cover of like a Casca star a, 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 an anime starring Casca. like it would right. look like you know yeah. like a poster like a movie poster or something like that uh, the Casca OVA. <laughs> Even if they maybe out. kept one of the speech or thought bubbles yeah. and just as like the movie quote. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Casca. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you come or not, it's your decision. <laughs> C-U-M. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Casca, an erotic journey. Right. Um, Lick yeah, his so fingers and goes, umami. Yeah. <laughs> 
But when Griffith comes along, some people say that she's ooh, ooh mommy. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, we were on the same. Uh, <laughs> we see what we don't know. We see a little girl, but and we assume it's Costco, but we don't know that yet, right? So there's a bright-eyed little girl. We Longer see kind hair. of connected to her the yeah. kind of um, the Costco that we meet right at the beginning of the Golden Age arc when Guts joins the band. Um, we see a scene with <laughs> with her and Griffith, presumably with the long hair of her as a little kid. And, and there's like a little montage of them out in, you know, war in the bottom left corner. But Griffith, of course, looking like a looking like a godlike figure on his uh, shining horse and his shining armor. But I don't know um, why. Also, like in the opening chapter, my brain immediately when it saw that hairstyle from behind was like, oh, Guts's mother. Yeah, yeah. Like sure. it, it, yeah. it obviously isn't her, but mm-hmm. like the scraggly clothes, like yep. the person on a horse nearby. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Guts's mom. And that's like, interesting. Eh, yeah, it's yeah. not. But yeah. Yeah. But Miura does love to echo things seemingly either either subconsciously and he does this and makes these kind of bookends and connections backwards and forwards in time because a lot of writers will be like i had no clue i was doing that but they'll like some critic will review their work and they're like oh shit i didn't make that connection but yeah i could totally see that you know it's sometimes it's unconscious other times it's like very meticulous and they have the beats of the story all on fucking you know note cards and shit but. i think it was actually that uh, mira had uh, on his nintendo wii uh, only a few hairstyles in his me creator yeah, so yeah yeah yep <laughs> and i just was like well this is yep. default female hair <laughs> in uh, <laughs> dark <laughs> fantasy <laughs> just clicking around yeah. <laughs> and then um, the little slow wave that just yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the annoying little sound when they're all like in the lobby when they're all walking her anyway um so, uh, God, I fucking fades in. Well, but now, see. yeah, now we're looking inward on a on a beautiful blanket of leaves. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, Guts has covered Casca with some uh, Douglas fir leaves of some some fir tree leaves to I keep. I believe her it's warm. palm fronds so that Jesus can walk over them. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, but um. Uh, but yeah, so, and it's a really cool, it's, it's very similarly drawn to the page before where it, it guts is really drawn like a savior, but it's just so funny that instead of like up atop a shining horse, he's, he looks like Jean-Claude Van Damme, just like, you know, squatting, full squatting down and you can just picture him going like, Hey, what's our, you okay? You know, just yeah. like something as opposed to like, you can come along and fight with me <laughs> if you'd like to. It's like, well, you're not going to kill the caps. <laughs> very funny <laughs> juxtaposition. Um, but it is cool how they're showing Casca waking up and kind of seeing him, you know, guts his head come out of the shadows and then framed in the light under the roots of the tree, which is also interesting, too, that he chose instead of just a normal cave, he chose this like a cave made of the roots of this really old tree. And it's like, oh, is something is some seeds being planted under these trees roots too? is something going to grow from this between these two so We're finding out about her roots oh and there yes exactly <laughs> too and so uh yeah she's covered in fur yeah, all these old like tender things where you're like oh like he tried to keep her warm the sun is shining now his clothes are dry it must be some some hours later um because it was raining heavily and she like he and, and mira draws her almost her like almost like a goddess like like almost like guts is discovering like a nature goddess or something under here too which is cool but um and he yells at her to lay back down because she's trying to get up and she's like, what's going on? Because her fever still hasn't passed. Right. And so um, she starts looking around at herself, uh, realizes that she is naked. <laughs> Guts is trying to explain why he did that. And she just decks him immediately. And then 
he's like, this is where he says, like, uh, he, she's, she's, you know, punches her. Um, and then he's yelling her to stop. And then, uh, sorry, she punches him. <laughs> Go back to order. sleep, bitch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and it's the very oh. cutesy anime where he's like, Meow. yes, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very, very goofy. Yeah, very puck like face. <laughs> yes. Uh, because she starts throwing like everything in the kitchen sink at him. She throws a <laughs> knife at him. She throws the fucking helmet. The boots the cat goes spurs. flying over that. The boots <laughs> with the spurs. Um, and and she looks like a fucking like greek goddess superhero lady but now she's all fu- huffing and puffing because she's she's da, 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 da. Um, wait <laughs> yeah. now but, question uh, how much how many gallons of load do you think have been spilled to these pages <laughs> we no, had to take I mean, a, a worldwide estimate because i have thought the same thing like like thinking because this is one of the few times in all of berserk that it's still not okay okay because she is passed out and stuff (laughs) like it's it's like it's a you know thankfully guts is is respectful and you know not a rapey man but it is one of the very few times you see a nude woman who is not being raped or tortured in berserk so it would be more okay to masturbate to these scenes here um and give it like a seven out of ten okay and so i would well to answer the question i mean a gallon of cum is a lot I mean, we're talking worldwide for past Since what, 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Tens, hundreds of thousands Where of copies sold. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to be <laughs> realistic, I would probably say 15 to 20 gallons of cum. Mm-hmm. And when you think of, I mean, those, that is five Home Depot buckets full of cum, right? Yeah. Sloshing around. <laughs> and you think that you would probably take hundreds of loads have come to make that you know what i mean if I mean, not more. yeah i feel like there's probably at least a thousand people who have gone hundreds deep though on it. like this oh, is you're, probably, yes, thing. you're probably right you know what yeah, i mean yeah. back at in least. the days before dvds before the internet all that stuff right, you right. know but uh, you had your static imagery uh, now 17 of those 20 estimated gallons are ryan so yeah. oh my God. Uh, so then physically just, he, he is ryan that's what we've made ryan out of yes yeah <laughs> 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 most people 70 yeah. percent water me yeah. oh, 70 percent yeah he's um Lodi, the blow man <laughs> the gentle happy soul yeah <laughs> there were buckets that come so we yeah. got some <laughs> and, and we said hey he's gonna be fun <laughs> uh dumpity dump 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 that fucking load um what would the i guess his hair tie would be the magic thing that brought him to life so we just drop exactly the hair tie into the load and right and it just forms up that or terminator 2 t1000 (laughs) god has anyone made a movie out of that where the t (laughs) (laughs) bukaki load in it T-1000 comes out of uh, you think that would be easy with AI to be like, hey, it's the same movie, but just pre- like create a filter over the metal where it right. looks like human semen. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And then you feed it a bunch of Peter North scenes or something. But um, but uh, anyway, um, she is exhausted. Um, and and I was talking to my wife about this. I was like, you know, I was like, you have periods are there times where you felt like, and you, you would pass out or something, right? And I mean, I've known some of those times, but only since she went off birth control and we were starting to do family planning because birth control very much regulates most women's yeah. periods. It's like very clockwork. Yeah, that's a, um, a medication for that kind of treatment. Exactly. And so when the when a woman goes off birth control and she's been on for most of her life, very big hormonal shifts happen. And that's when 
my wife was like, not always just my period, but during ovulation is when your energy just gets sapped. Right. Mm. And so, mm. um, and so she's like, I could see, especially if Costa's fucking riding horses out to battle and doing, you know, training and living outside and doing all this stuff, you know? So, um, but, uh, cause when I was younger, I was like, wait, I've never, I, I grew up with, you know, three sisters and my mom, like, and they never passed out from their periods. You know what I mean? Now, I'd walk in the bathroom sometimes, pass out from the smell when they're right, right, cleaning right. their pants or something, cleaning their pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joey, the wash Joey, I'm in here washing my pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, the, in the sink, staining everything. Yeah. Mom, why did you get white tiles if you're going to clean your fucking pants every month? You have your uh, own bathroom. What are you doing in my <laughs> cereal right now? Come on. Now, it was disgusting. I think we've talked about this on probing years ago, but my older sister, uh, always kind of gross as some older sisters can be and, you know, leaves the, leaves the bathroom door open when she poops. Cause she doesn't want to be alone in there. Uh, that's a real thing. Weird. She yeah. would leave her tampons in the trash can. Um, you know, not supposed to flush tampon. I mean, some of them would leave. They used to be like, Oh, you could flush it. But, um, or there would just be really bloody, uh, toilet paper in the toilet and she wouldn't flush it. And, there were multiple times when our old dog Molly would, I would, I would be in my room. The bathroom was to in a hallway to the right of my room. My sister's room was to my, the left of my room. So I hear from the bathroom, our dog bolting out and my sister who was in the shower screaming, no Molly, no. And running naked to the backyard where Molly had bolted out the door because she had a fresh bloody tampon in her mouth. Uh, yeah, so you had to put her down because she had a taste for human blood. She was part. Point. I mean, she was part vampire. We had to stake her, you yeah. know. So it was really sad. It was like old yeller, but it was like old bloody smell. <laughs> old bloody smell. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 this week on the wonderful world of Disney, <laughs> old bloody smell. <laughs> always busy here. Uh. <laughs> Of course, it's always busy here. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you didn't see that one because it's Jack Skellington. Or no, you do hear it, but oh, then he yeah. just goes, Merry Christmas, everybody. And the children all scream. Yeah. Um, I once hit my brother in the nuts during that scene. Oh. It all went pitch black, and then he started yelling when everyone's yelling. I timed it perfect. <laughs> uh, so this is where Gut says, hello, <laughs> you finished now? You hysteric bitch. So he's going to do the dishes yet. (laughs) Uh, He yells at her further saying that he deserves some fucking thanks. They're like old married couple right now. He deserves some thanks for saving her and that, hey, you women, this is you're senseless. This is why you aren't cut out to be warriors. But he stops short of ranting further because she's crying like she's breaking down. And we get a really beautiful close up of her where she's like, I wasn't born a woman because I wanted to be, you know, so because it's just like you know it's funny that like guts guts has called her not really a bitch before he's like you psycho like whatever because but it's because she's done something you know punched him or yelled at him or whatever but it's like the first time that she's been hearing this all her life anyway she just heard it from adon there's a little flashback where he's like oh you probably just slept your way to the top and you know your commander's chamber or whatever but uh but she's genuinely hurt because it's almost like and maybe i'm reading into it that like oh even though she doesn't think she cares that much about guts, maybe he was the only one that really hasn't said that to her or she was like almost waiting for him to say it. And now he fulfilled her self-fulfilling prophecy or something, you know, by 
being one of those dickhead guys but he immediately stops like he immediately is like oh shit he's able to read the room for someone who's so brash most of the time um and also like when she says like i i wasn't born a woman because i wanted to be i feel like she's trying to say like hey like all of these negative things that people are saying all of this these like like you have a disadvantage because of this and that it's like i didn't want those like i want to be able to be as strong as everyone else Mm -hmm. i want to like and as we find out later it's like i want to be griffith's sword like that's that's who i want to be it's i don't always get that opportunity right so and until guts was around she was the second best fighter only to griffith too oh yeah Yeah. so um but and you know and this is the rivalry and the jealousy that she also has for guts too guts is the baby and lady and the tramp and she is lady well and she is siamese if you please see god (laughs) we uh we watched um an old family favorite that is not available on any disney service or on dvd unless you ebay it but oh, Disney's Halloween South. Treat, which was a yeah. Disney Channel Halloween special that was basically an hour and a half long clip show of scary stuff. They shot some new stuff with it. The guy that plays um, Captain Hook and the Magic Mirror, like the evil mirror from Snow White. He has like a whole bit that you know is on there in makeup. And then there was uh, there's a version where there's a, a puppet jack-o'-lantern that like introduces everything. And it'll be like, when you're on Bald Mountain, leave it to old Chernabog to call up all the evil spirit. They're like, whatever. And it shows the clip of Night on Bald Mountain from Fantasia and stuff. But uh, we were watching it on YouTube, a really bad, you know, very porn movie. Um, uh, yeah. What scan lines and shit happening. But um, uh, one of the clips, it, it was a, some of the clips are a reach to fill time an hour and a half. But they played the the We Are Siamese, If You Please song from Lady the mm-hmm. Tramp. And I haven't seen that in probably 20 years. I'm like, Jesus, this is so fucking. <laughs> when I think that I saw a video where it's like showing the people nearby, like well, showing the people who song, recorded yeah. it. And it's like two white ladies. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doing yellow face behind the right. audio recording of a to get into character. Feature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Anywho, <laughs> new casker. Yes. So um, he. Uh, she tries to punch him again and he catches it this time and then he kind of you know grabs her in a uh, reverse you know, rear naked choke and um, he's like calm the fuck down please and then she kind of she doesn't pass out but the, the little sound effect is wilt like she wilts in his arms like she she's probably getting dizzy and on the verge again right and so oh also the, the panel before it's like he's saying like son of a you really are some kind of bitch yeah. it's like i i kind of thought of it like you know it's like son of a bitch right yeah. it's like he's adding like a, th- a 15 dashed line in between the like son of a bitch he's like son of a you are really gonna be yeah, a yeah. bitch like, <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, um, so she, gets, she wilts to the ground yeah. she's almost passed out and he, you know, he's still, he's he's like here, again, very romance novel-esque. He's like, here, take my shirt. It's dry. <laughs> and so he he throws his tank top, his muscle tee at her. And uh, and she puts it on, too. Um, and uh, very much, uh, she's very Demi Moore in Ghost in these scenes here with the haircut and all that stuff. But um, not so much the tan. Demi was white. But um, anyway, so uh, she's still, you know, she's calming down, but she's like, it's pathetic. You're the only one I didn't want to be saved by. And because uh, she's so jealous and competitive with him, whatever. And then Cuts is just like, yeah, about that. Why'd you join the band of the Hawk anyway? And it's like very much like an old 80s, 90s cartoon of like a flashback episode of like <laughs> one of the characters just tees right, up. Right, the. Right. So how did all this get to this point? You know, and then it's like, damn, I show. hate my life. 
Well, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> Casca, how's, how's the dog doing? Yeah. You mean tell old me bloody more. smeller? So yeah. tell, me more. <laughs> tell me more about Griffin. Um, so we get we get some autobiography from Casca here. So she she comes from a small village in a mountain ravine, which was interesting. Um, and again, we've talked about like what her possible ethnicity is. And I was like, oh, I mean, that could be anywhere. But kind of makes me think of like the Alps, like she's like the Italian Alps. She's Italian. I don't know, whatever. But because um, it seems like she comes from a, a European-esque family in terms of how the at least the little people that are her father parents or the the people that are hiding up in the mountain from when their town keeps getting burnt you know, to the ground every few weeks or something look like, I don't know. Alps, ignore you know, uh, Northern Italy, Southern Germanic kind of people, but um, could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it's getting ravaged by the war. The, the war, the same war that's been going on, the Hundred Years' War. She's the youngest of six children, and her father sells her to a nobleman who wants a young maid. And it is really sad because she kind of she doesn't justify it, but she's like, I guess I understand why he did it. I was the youngest. I couldn't really help on the farm. I was another mouth to feed. We wouldn't eat for, you know, three days at a time. As usual in the world of Berserk, the nobleman only wants to rape this young girl. So he buys her at 12 years old, uh, immediately in the carriage on the the drive to her new job. But she finds out the job is in the carriage and the job is a blow job. And he tries to rape her. She stumbles out of the carriage and tries to run away, but he gets her. He gets her in that Donovan style um, uh, locked position. And, but then all of a sudden, our, our beautiful femboy god himself, Griffisu, appears to save her. We see, the, we see the tip, you know, the nobleman's tip of his saber is about to come out. And then we <laughs> see the tip of that real saber. Now, he says, Van Gogh Senpu, and it's translated to Van Gogh <laughs> ear cleaving strike. This means very strong sword. um oh yeah i totally missed the fucking ear strike that's funny um because i was interested in griffith's sword which in this case is an actual british style falchion and not a stupid victorian military saber that he has later so both curved differences in geometry but this is a much beefier um falchion or in the germans would call it a messer which a gross messer means big knife so uh, they don't show a lot of these in popular media. There's a ton of these things in period artwork. Again, just like period that got the guy from Casca's, you know, giant and stuff. So, but um, uh, they don't show a lot of these. They, there's like, it's not a myth. It's like a non-myth that there were curved edged weapons in the European pantheon of weapons. Everyone's like, no, those are only scimitars and katanas and stuff like that. But um, straight back, and then it's mostly the, the the last like little fifth that's curved in a variety of different ways. But uh, much beefier weapon, um, a much more versatile weapon than a military, you know, a cutlass for a fucking cavalry uh, member. This is an actual sword that, you know, would have been used. It also looks almost like it's two-handed or hand and a half. It looks like a pretty long grip, but he's using it one-handed here. Um, we call him Grippeth. Yeah, Grippeth. Yeah. <laughs> but uh griffith has a great line here he's like which is i mean hey why don't you why don't you go listen to michael jackson's man in the mirror griffith because he says does being born of the nobility mean that you're chosen by god and so he's not nobility but he very much you know as we'll see wants to be chosen by god later on uh and young casca is in complete awe of him she's equating him to an angel 
But she's like, instead of just giving me a helping hand, he threw his sword down into the dirt kind of in between her and her uh, attacker. And he's like, hey, if you got something to protect, then pick up that sword. Also, it's his sword, which I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. just some random sword. He's just throwing his sword over there. Yeah, like, exactly. Like yeah. The, the other dude could have run up and tried to attack him. But yes. like the the nobleman in, you know, true degenerate fashion is like, no, I want to kill the girl. Yeah, like, yeah. And just runs back to try and grab the sword. He want to kill the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sing. <in> the asterisk <laughs> under the sea, though. Okay. <laughs> and then she grabs it and just... Just in time, stabs him through Justin the guts. Justin Timberlake. Uh, yeah, he he rushes he, he rushes at her, and you know she she grabs the sword, uh, puts it in front of her, and you know she kind of stabs him. He kind of falls on it. She's just you know instinctively protecting herself. Also, let's talk about as much as this is a kind of heroic, beautiful savior moment for Griffith. He does leave it up to like he throws a sword down sort of close to her against a, a full grown man. I was going to say a fully blown man with that. A full grown man who could have just been faster and killed this fucking poor girl and him because Ex- he now has no sword. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, so it's just what? like, yeah, well, Big it could Chris- be the Griffith planning, right? Like, I know, you know what she's capable of. And maybe this is a back you know, a, uh, a little bit of how he came to be, right? Maybe someone did this to him and he's right. like, yeah, this is how you rise up and he, turn he yourself. He could have sized up that nobleman and been like, man, his his dick's just not big enough. He doesn't have the guts. <laughs> well, he kind of looks like Emperor Palpatine. Like he knew the guy wasn't a fighter. Like, hey, this yeah. was the big enough. Yeah. Uh, no, you're, Figuratively. you're probably absolutely right. And there, yeah, there's probably a bunch of, of Griffith factors that um, that he took into account here. But he also, he still didn't know this young girl from Adam, so, or from Eve, I guess, you know. Um, it's such, that is such a fucking weird old saying that, like, East Coasters say. I didn't know him from Adam, and now I'm doing Howard Stern's mom's impression, but uh, saying I don't know him from Adam, it never, it just doesn't grammatically, I know it makes sense, but it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, she, yeah, she stabs the guy, she's all freaked out, she had just killed her first human being, and she was like, so anyway, Griffith, how'd you come to be in the band of the <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and I, I was waiting. I mean, I wasn't waiting because I knew it. But like with the tone of these chapters, which are very serious, but kind of goofy, too. I was expecting like a little cut in of like guts coming from the future. Like, no, but what happened that? Like, you know, like, it'll be like some, it wouldn't have been that out of place with how, how goofy he's been. But uh, but yeah, so but Griffith just puts a hand on her shoulder, gives her a blanket um, and uh it's just calm. He just nods to her. And this is like the first time that she's realizing his kind of power, calming, charismatic energy over people. Uh, also, uh, a little nod to uh, people who have either read or watched the beginning of Attack on Titan. Mm. Uh, this is very reminiscent of the scene where Aaron and Mikasa are in that cabin. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not really spoilers because it happens very early on, but yeah. like uh, there's a murder that happens with the, both of them being kids. And at the end of it, uh, Mikasa is standing there with a bloody knife and is all freaked out. And then, and then he gives her the scarf. Mikasa is Sukasa and says, yep. you can stay here. It's fine. And then she says, tambien. And then she... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tambien desu? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> um, 
but then he gives her his scarf yeah. and she's like, wow, that scarf is like so awesome. And also this knife is awesome. So now yeah. I'm going to be your sword. Yeah. Aaron, do you want to go to BlizzCon together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. So anyway, um, that's that's a little cutaway. I, it re- it was really similar. Attack on Titan, big news, just finished its final run yes, on the anime. I haven't seen the yeah. final movie. I probably will do that either tomorrow yeah. or maybe even tonight. I don't know. I haven't I, I haven't seen anything spoiled, but the image that keeps getting shown in the post, and these are like in like you know Crunchyroll like official things. So it must be a promotional image that was like approved by you know the the the, you know, the artist, whatever the animators. But it's just like a giant rib cage. You just I just keep seeing a giant rib cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of titans under it or something. So I guess they're fighting a big skeletor at the end. But yeah, that's, um, that's right. A brontosaurus. But um, uh, <laughs> that's the big twist is that all the titans were dinosaurs. Whoa. Spoilers <laughs> there. Whoa there. <laughs> uh, so um, she, you know, she ta- she's still talking to Guts about all this and telling the story. But she says like, almost just out of instinct, I blurted out. Like I knew I couldn't go back home. And so I was like, Hey, can I come with you? Cause a, bu- a bunch of the band of the Hawk now are joining up behind Griffith as he must've been leading, you know, a, a, some paces ahead of them or whatever. I mean, this all probably happened in like a minute. And so they were probably, well, he was also probably tracking this nobleman to fucking kill him in the first place. Oh, that's an interesting, and like too. rob him yeah. or whatever. Hmm. That's smart. I did not even fucking think of that. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you were that was you. You were saying earlier, it's like Robin Hood and his Merry Men, right? Which is or right. Someone, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true. It's like yeah, I never thought of like we're raising war funds, which means yeah, they're probably fucking stealing. Right. So it's not a coincidence they uh, stumbled upon this scene. Yes. We also get to see a valuable um, Corcus moment, young Corcus. In case oh, yeah. anyone was wanting to see that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which the answer was no, but yes. you know he's there being a little bitch as usual. Disney is actual breaking news. Disney Plus is developing an Adventures <laughs> of Young Corcus series. Breaking news. Disney <laughs> is always busy. Um. So they're they're gathering, and Corcus is like, "Yeah, we're gathering money to start a whole army or whatever," and so. Uh, she asks. She asks to come along, and she says, "Please, if you tell me to learn the sword, I will." And this is really like beautiful writing here. Like, it, it, like it's Griffith saying, "Hey, you might die, you know." And he's like, "But he's like, but didn't I tell you? Do as you wish. Whether you come along or not is your decision. And you know how to fight already, don't you?" Like, so. And she looks at her bloody hand, you know, after that. And then, but she's just like she stares at it, and then the chapter ends with her saying, "But, but you were the one who gave me the sword." and blanket you know and this just really shows like how codependent griffith may naturally makes people like which is not <laughs> it's a good thing for griffith but not a good thing for others right as we see quickly in this next um chapter but um so the third final part of casca yes. opens up her butthole no the of the chapters the-, the chapters that are entitled casca uh-huh. um uh opens up with Casca just just waxing on to guts about how Griffith was a miracle and that her life with the Hawks seems like a dream ever since joining. And then but this is when this is when things get a little dark, a little sexy. Uh <laughs> and uh and we're not talking about Casca. Yes. And I'm very wet um here too. And we're but still not talking about Casca. She tells either. the story of a creepy feudal lord who is very wealthy. And also happens to be a pedophile. So he has, uh, she says mostly uh, young boys. So maybe he dabbles in girls here and there. But um, eh, yeah, mostly young boys. Um, and she's like, who are pleasure slaves. And she and 
it the the art kind of betrays what she is saying because she goes i looked at those boys because they were you know they were like going to this feudal lord presenting hey we're looking you know like probably offering their their services to this guy yeah um to make some money like they've been doing you know up to this point anyway or i guess after this point or like an alliance or something because yeah he might have an army or something perhaps possibly i don't know i had a dream about that maybe (laughs) i had a (laughs) lot of dreams about this guy Uh, um but he uh but she's saying like i looked at the the young boys who were his pleasure slaves and all their eyes were vacant except for fear now they don't look like they're fucking horny or anything, but they just kind of look like precocious little kids standing there. So it's again not really oh, zombified. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, but I didn't see them as like Obamified. <laughs> what, what did you say? Zombified. Yeah. Oh, okay. Obama's a long legged Mac Daddy, so I've yeah. heard. Um, but uh, <laughs> I still think of that clip they play on Howard every time I hear the word Obama. I hear that dude <laughs> yelling Obama, just like freaking out that whole rant. Yeah. Um, it was it was a, a black preacher who actually hated Barack Obama. Oh, <laughs> which was really oh, no. Howard would play this whole clip of this rant, him ranting. The clip I've um, seen from Howard uh, about Obama was like with Beetlejuice, and he was like talking. Oh. He's like, "We got Obama on the line, Mr. President," and he's like, "It's like, man, Mr. President, I fucking hate you." He's like, yeah. "Shut your bitch ass up!" Like, yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah, they had a pretty good Obama guy that would do like their crank phone calls. Oh yeah, too. But um, anyway, so uh. Anyway, so she she realizes too. She's like, I looked at those boys and realized how close I was to becoming one of them. Maybe not for the this dude, but because he's into dudes, but um, but for that other guy, right? So um she then um tells this really sad story. I f- I always forget about this too, like because I don't think it's in the anime. It well, it actually I think is in the movies. Yeah, oh there you uh, go. In the in the, the golden the trio of ones. movies, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I I think. Yes. Um, this is a really, again, like when when I first read this, I was like, "Oh, Griffith had a heart and a soul." It's like he kind of does, but we kind of he kind of uh, inverts all of this in later when he's in the the river and talking to Casca. But um, but it is touching in and of itself where he's like he tells this like they find this young kid who had just joined the band of the hawk and was kind of training to be a fighter but in the meantime he was kind of just helping you know serve dinner and like clean stuff up and whatever like a page boy and like rickert and yeah exactly and so he hadn't earned his crossbow yet but he's dead on the field and he's like nobody knew even knew knew this kid's name but griffith knew who he was paul blart and (laughs) (laughs) um completely unrelated this young boy had a broken (laughs) walkie-talkie <laughs> on his belt. No, he had a broken toy. Um, yeah, next to just a mangled Segway. Yeah, uh, I was about to say Segway. <laughs> yeah. uh, he really admired most security officers, didn't he? No, he he picks up this toy and it's a little broken, you know, lancer kind of knight, like a jousting knight. And it's super sad. And he's and he remarks, he's like, he must have greatly admired knights. And he's and he he talks of Griffith talks about how he he remembers how the boy would look at him like he was a hero out of a story you know so like this is griffith realizing he he at least is admitting here in this story from casca that he does realize the effect he has over people you know so he's not right. he's not a pure grandiose sociopath right there's well, and what he has to do yeah these are people he's working for exactly right? like classic yeah what managers tell you right i'm working for you as my employee but yes here it gets very real and then shortly thereafter it gets more real which is maybe why he does what he does yes 
He's like, wait, I've got to make some sacrifices. Yeah. A little, a little contrast to what Guts says, I believe, earlier, where he's like, oh, like he died doing what he loved. Isn't that yes. like, you know, he died happy, mm, probably, right? He died doing what he point. loved. Yeah. And he's like, did he die enchanted by his dream? Yeah. Or was death the end of the dream? Was it despair? Yeah. And then he says, maybe my dream is what killed this boy. And ha- so having this realization, um, as the band of the hawk is growing, like it's like probably hundreds of people, I would say now or something, and and in the future it becomes thousands and thousands. But um, but yeah, we've never gotten we've never gotten well, we've gotten some into his head, but like this is still young Griffith, right? Also coming yes. to Disney Plus in twenty twenty five. Speaking of um, Disney, we got the Mufasa <laughs> head of him yes. in the clouds. Yeah, <laughs> young Griffith. <laughs> yeah, talking to himself. Um, yeah. But because uh, he's a narcissist, of course it would be. Do not you know. mourn, Paul Blart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they won't even have malls for hundreds of years. Uh, <laughs> Maybe bazaars in that too. Right. The gyroscopic technology to power segways will also <laughs> not be invented for even longer after malls have been around. Um, a boy named Joey will eat shit on one the first time he tries one while working at a marathon expo at a job <laughs> to shoot. I fucking got on one of those. I have like notoriously bad to like both of your feet on one platform. Kind of like I'm bad at skateboards. Like I just don't have that, that balance. It's like an anxiety thing too, but I was, I was like, I'll get on the segue cause it's easy, whatever <laughs> I fucking. And, and our friend Bill was there. And the, the the expo wasn't open yet. They were still setting stuff. There was a big open carpet area. Literally, like I, he's like just push forward like an inch, and I so I push for an inch, and it goes like and it like jerks, and I, and I pull back really hard. But it's meant to over to exponentially react to your subtle movements. So when I pulled really hard, it literally bucked me off like a horse. I just right. fell. <laughs> I had to do like a break fall, like a wrestler. We got a wild crack my head, but. Um, but yeah, Bill was, uh, dying laughing. (laughs) He's like, they literally make it so children can do it. I was like, well, so you can't fall. (laughs) But, uh, and I was like, well, I've tried that. I never need to again. But, um, anyway, so, um, he's realizing his power and responsibility to these people, even though there's still a kind of a weird separation, right? So, but here's where we get the, one of the most memed panels in the comics of Berserk, which is when Casca sees griffith from below on a balcony and he's kind of just staring out shirtless at the night sky and then old man whatever his name is i can't remember his sorted name. yes comes out and and griffith sees her and goes like huh like he like you know it's kind of like a little bit shocked um glares at her and then uh the old guy takes him back and uh we don't know what they did until a few pages later because you know we uh uh see Costco and griffith talking in the river the next day. Um, but, uh, and that's actually, I mean, sorry, it cuts to that right now. So we yeah, see them walk away and she's just left there kind of shocked. Like what the fuck's going on? Also just a little interesting thing with the, the bubble here, the speech, the thought bubble, mm-hmm. it's just dot, dot, dots for Casca, but it's a huge, like, like starburst one. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is, it's kind of cool because it's like the silence is so loud yes, in her yeah, head. Yeah. Like what the heck just that I see? Yeah. <laughs> like, She's in yeah. true shock. Yeah, it's like it's it's over. It's like enveloping her. But yeah. Um, so and then it does cut back to guts, and he's like, "Hey, man, what what was that all about?" <laughs> yeah, it's weird. This this cut forward, but basically it has to cut forward so that guts goes to keep no going. homo, yeah. right? Come on, tell me no homo. Like yeah. it's like <laughs> I wrestled that guy in the bath. 
he said it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, Griffith would never do anything gay, like you know, bathe and have a bucket fight with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, uh, you know, she's like, she's like, yes, yes, he's a big home, whatever. No, but she, she's like, she's like, so I talked to him about that. So I found him bathing in the river the next morning. She said, "Come dawn that morning." Yeah. She literally says, come dawn that uh-huh. morning. <laughs> That's what Griffith was washing off. Oh, he boy. was come dawn. Uh, <laughs> by Adon. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of a spinning come technique from the Corboralwitz family. <laughs> from the North family. Um, do you know who Peter North is? Are you too young uh, for Peter North? Gosh, uh, <laughs> I feel like we've had this discussion. We might have. He was known, he's a porn star known as the decorator because of his voluminous load. He would shoot like seven yeah, to no. ten huge ropes of cum uh, onto his willing partners. In the, no, I, I know Johnny game. Sins, and that's about where my knowledge is. I don't know who Johnny guys. Sins is actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He's, um, he's, the, he's the everything. He's, he's memed as like, oh, like he's the doctor, but he's also the policeman, but he's also oh. the plumber. <laughs> like, again, people would like make jokes about like, I want to mm. be a pl- like a, a doctor one day and they would show like his face Johnny like, wearing a doctor's outfit. Sins? <laughs> yeah, Johnny Sins. Like two N's or one N? Uh, just Sins. Sins yeah. porn star. Yeah. Johnny Sins. He's bald Let's head, see. beard. Uh, that's, that's oh, you know. Clear. <laughs> there, I did yeah. not write XXX, but it is not. Safe search well, is <laughs> off. <laughs> there you go. Oh. but He uh, looks yeah. like a fucking life coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it, he, it's it's always yeah. him with like a smile and then just in some random outfit yeah. of like a job. There's a bunch of people in the chat that are pausing Twitch and enhancing it Blade Runner style to try to see if they could see in Enhance. a reflection of my skin Enhance. what I was looking at. Right, right. I'm not wearing my glasses today, <laughs> so it's fine, guys. We're good. That's true. That would have been the giveaway. But yeah. uh, uh, anyway, uh, so she's, she, you know, he, she's about to, to, you know, run away. She doesn't want to bother him and she feels weird around Griffith. But he, of course, notices her and he's like, why don't you come join me? Feels pretty nice in here. And then uh, and he knows be in it yet. He knows he knows what she saw. And he says, like, am I dirty? You know, and she's like, no, no, it's not that. But and she just keeps asking. <laughs> like how your Griffith voice is like, always seductive, even yes. though he's saying something really sad. Well, it's like, yeah. am, I, am I dirty? <laughs> am I dirty? <laughs> <laughs> well, because all of his anime voices, no matter which version, he has a voice like the, like a very like, yeah. you know, uh, soft spoken, angelic voice. But um, but anyway, so she keeps asking him, why? Why would you do that? Why would you put yourself through that? Blah, 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 blah. Also some jealousy too, because she loves him, right? She like romantically loves Griffith and has a crush on him. And so um so there is a fear. It's like, oh, is he is this again, this is this is the fucking height of nineties gay panic, like eighties, nineties gay panic. So this was but I mean also pretty um pretty forward thinking in the sense of like I just did this because it was the right thing to do for for my army. You know what I mean? Like I had something he wanted, he had something I wanted. And it'll benefit everyone. Who cares? It's just one night of sucking and fucking for pay. And so, um, uh, yeah. And this is when he tells her, "Yeah, money." It's like very. He's like never been drawn that way. It's yeah, very yeah, strange, yeah. but yeah, money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he explains. He's like, "Hey, armies are expensive. War is expensive, and this was just a mutual interest." And he he also is like, "I don't. If I have a stronger army." less people will have to die. Less of my soldiers will have to die needlessly. Right. And so he's like, he's kind of, it's like, is he justifying this or, or what? Like, is this really how he feels? Um, is this based off of the trauma of that boy or other people? Because 
in just a little bit, he covers it up and says, I don't really care that anyone's dying. It's their choice that they die. It's like all this, this narcissistic justification stuff going on. But he goes into the, like this trance and starts ripping at his arm skin. And I, and I was going to ask you guys, I can't remember when was the scene where he did this before or was it guts that did it before I was confused. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I think it was guts. I think guts uh, rips ripped at his arm skin too. Right. And so in the black um, swordsman arc. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yes. Cause puck is going, stop, stop, stop it. You're hurting. You're like freaking out, you know, mm-hmm. but it's the same kind of drawing. It's the same kind of gouging of the arms. And I think it's when guts was thinking about the time of like, thinking about the trauma from back then. Right. And mm-hmm. Donovan and all that stuff. So, well, I guess we didn't know about Donovan until later. So I can't remember either way. Yeah. It has happened before. Yeah. I believe it was guts. This is just a lot more drastic. Yes. This is both of his arms uh, at once. He's just gouging into it. And like you were saying, Steve, this could be just the trauma from last night. It could be. This is the mode he goes into because he's done many things like this in the past right. few years. He's this is him you know. trying to convince himself, but like the the actual physical feeling his body is is it's not lying, right? Exactly. But his, his words are trying to lie to himself to like yes. make it right. 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 Bury it deep down. Put up those yes. walls. Uh, <laughs> this 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 chapter like made me tear up a little bit. Oh like, yeah. Even me rereading too, yeah. it, I was just like, oh my goodness, yeah. like. I have to, I have to be, I don't know where the quote is, but it was like, I have to be dirty Mm -hmm. because like, otherwise, like, what am I doing? Like I, like everyone else is getting in the grid of things and like dying for me. Like if I don't like essentially, I was going to say soil myself. That sounds a bit weird, but like if I don't sully myself, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I don't like monsters, Inc. huh? Get some, (laughs) (laughs) this is Disney day guys. Hey boo. (laughs) <laughs> i heard you got sold to that feudal lord guy how was that i'm not a furry <laughs> goo <laughs> no no your name's poo goo <laughs> and then okay i'm not gonna stop okay. I'm, I'm not gonna stop i'm not gonna stop this visual i'm never gonna stop <laughs> you fuckers listen to me um, but yeah no, but the, then he snaps I, too where he's like oh everything's fine yes this and and again and he like, has the behalet on at this point yep. yes right. so it's just like how you know a normal, well-adjusted person cannot just snap back and forth between, you know, Trump, basically a PTSD response <laughs> where he is committing self-harm and then just being, like, it's nothing, it's no big deal, like whatever. And yeah, yeah there were definitely some, the writing here uh, and and the whole, you know, scene with the the young boy and everything, like, so I think, I think where he was like talking about like that, the boy, um, must have really admired knights greatly. I started tearing up because I was like, man, like yeah. if I was still me in in this world, like I probably would have just been some dead kid on a battlefield because I just wanted to be like a hero so much and I would not have thought of the realities of it and like all that stuff. And so um connected with that, you know, dead kid. But um um here then, we go. Arm like, skin. when uh when when griffith like oh. puts his hand on casca's shoulder and he's like hey like it's all right like kind of comforting her she was like oh like and that was just like who he always was again and like i felt so yes. comforted but then that feeling of being comforted made her sad yes because she's like oh shit like he's doing this for other people and never like he gets into this mode of like separating himself like yes. from everything exactly he's a sad clown yeah he he yeah this is where she sees the two sides of Griffith. And she says, I thought of him differently forever after that, you know, like, like it changed how she thought of him. And so, um, and, and he, he has this like 
warped sense of honor that he's talking like he's trying to honor the dead um and tr- and he doesn't want them to die he doesn't take joy in them dying but he still is doing everything to power his dream right and and he is allowing them he he justifies it he's not conscripting anyone everyone that joins the band of the hawk is joining of their own volition or are they right because griffith is so charming and whatever and he's not really necessarily i mean maybe he is conscious of it i don't know but he naturally has these gifts of manipulation ultimately that's what it is is manipulation right and so he makes people feel at ease he empowers people none of them are bad in and of themselves and i don't think he thinks they're bad and that is the tragedy behind characters like him is like he he can't even really see or has he has buried that part of himself um, so deeply for some selfish goal that he can't really see it anymore. But then it comes out, like you were saying, in body trauma, where it's, you know, he's fucking gouging his fucking arms. This isn't yeah. just scratching his, you know, uh, you know, doing light razor blade cuts on your skin. He's fucking rending w- without fingernails. Yeah, like rending, his, you know, without long fingernails, like rending his fucking flesh. So he goes from being like, like this kind of force of nature, yeah. like, uh, like he's always drawn and like with thunder in the background and it imposes. And then yeah. like, now it's like his, again, the, the thing I've brought up in the past of like the color swap, the inverting of um, like his, his skin turns like completely dark and his hair completely white to like yeah. really just emphasize like this is Griffith in this like weird trance scenario of like, Oh shit, he's not, he actually is human but he's trying to force himself to not be. Exactly, I think yeah. Casca says something like that, where it's like he was forcing himself to, you know, better his dream or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's, and he's like, he literally says, my dream can only be realized by building on their corpses. And so it's, it's like, you're trying to feel good for him. And then you're like, Oh boy. Then you say, fuck, that's what a psycho says. You know, you can't it's and, but, but Mira does such a good job of, if you're just kind of reading, like not not rushing but if you're just kind of reading and in the moment you're gonna go oh man griffith has some depth you know like like but then it's like no like he (laughs) he is saying things that are not healthy like and yet mira does a good job of still making you root for griffith during this time period yeah like it's it's very paced like the chapters like you kind of get a sense of like how casca talks how guts talks yeah except when guts is kind of weird but um but then like under the you all yeah <laughs> can pencil can yeah, sensible? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? uh but like with griffith you almost have to take every single thing he says with a grain of salt because he'll yes. just come out of nowhere and be like banana peels and then you'll be like yes. wait dead banana peels oh my gosh <laughs> what is he talking about have yeah. you watched arrested development on netflix <laughs> the money was always in the banana stand um <laughs> uh and then Griffith Fossa comes out and says, television and streaming will not be invented for hundreds of years. <laughs> Griffith's Watch just, Griffith's just precognitive. Plus. He's just seeing the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So I wrote down that whole quote. Casca um, is telling Guts, Griffith persists in trying to realize a kind of dream that most people abandoned long ago as a childish yearning. It's not that he is strong. Griffith has to make himself strong. I think that's yes. the part you were talking about with yeah, like, yes, yeah. make himself like superhuman, right? So it's like, it is interesting too, again, knowing that he is already knowing he is Femto, the prince of longing, right? That's his, his God hand, you know, thing is 
you know, he, he, this is, this is like, I'm going to be a big King someday is like something a kid would say. So it is this kind of like, you know, you would think that Mira, like, well, Mira is showing the two types of, there are two types of people, not the two types where guts is very much in the moment and just wants to strive for perfection, even though that is kind of childish too. I just want to fucking swing my sword the best I can and be the best fighter ever. Right. But, Mm. but Griffith has a dream. It's like, he's also showing like, but childhood dreams, if warped in or become it without, you know, without the balance of reality and empathy will just become a fucking path of death or, you know, cobblestones as we'll see in the future. Mm. Um, but, uh, anyway, so, uh, Griffith is made much more, not even conflicting to the reader, but interesting, I would say, because I always forget about that scene. And like everyone, you know, we always obsess with the fucking the balcony part where he's being led away by yeah. old man sorted. But um, but I always forget this part afterwards, you know, um, it's also one of those things, too, where you also realize why Griffith tends to favor Casca as well, why he's really kind. he's kind to all of his people, but why she's one of the core, you know, hawk people, because she. She uh, is clearly in love with him and cares about him and he likes it, genuinely likes it and cares about her too, but he uses it to his advantage as well. So yeah, uh, later on, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, this is where it kind of cuts back to her still telling fit, wrapping up this story to guts. And she says like, I just want to be his sword. And yeah, she's like really poetic. It's like, yeah. if he's going to sacrifice everything for his dream, yeah. if his dream is to fight and cut his own path, yeah. and I want to be his sword, like to yeah. cut his own path, help yes. him get his path on. And she is like madly like in love with him. And that last panel, she is just so like, like not obsessed, like crazy, but just so like, she looks so smitten, smitten. Yeah. And longing at him you're you're thinking of him with through all this almost that love potion style look yes exactly yeah yeah. a slight bit of craze like looking off a little too much yes yeah because she looks tired she has like the little bags under her eyes and And she'd always she's been through a bunch anyway in real you know in reality but but yeah it's that like yeah you're right like she looks uh, kind of exhausted you know (laughs) (laughs) which she is but she's you know metaphorically exhausted from years of fucking uh being obsessed with griffith now for last little some credit given to guts guts is a pretty good listener you know he only he only asked like one follow-up question in the middle of the story (laughs) yes and Um, it was for our sakes he was helping us out yes so um yeah so really really uh i really liked these chapters um yeah i thought this was gonna these were gonna be the chapters where the next big thing kind of happens like the you know like you know but uh uh the next big backstory i guess yes yeah but i'm but i'm glad um I'm glad we read this. We were going to read all these parts in order, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad that I kind of forgot about this because it felt more fresh again. And the writing, uh, felt very fresh too. So, mm. and also just analyzing it like this for the show makes it a much richer experience. And it's a lot more fun than like writing a fucking paper about it or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, favorite lines. Yeah. Favorite lines. There's a lot of them here. Um, yeah, but, uh, let's start with you, Ryan. Sure. Uh, well, I kind of alluded to this, but when uh, Griffith says, but for hundreds, thousands of lives to hang in the balance and myself alone, not to be unclean, like dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot, that that was just like while he's just dead staring into the water, ripping at his arms like that, that really hit mm-hmm. um, for me because like it, it feels like he's 
he feels like he has to punish himself mm-hmm. because he feels like there's something not right in in the world yeah. you know like i need i need to be less of a like i don't feel like i'm a good person unless i get down to this level mm-hmm. um and that like that kind of resonated with me um uh so yeah that was my favorite quote yeah there's so much these three chapters are so much about the loss or destruction of innocence like each character has an element well i mean guts not right at the moment but um but he has had that before but yeah, yeah. like casca the little boy that is killed and Griffith, they're all dealing with times when their innocence was stolen from them, right? And so, and again, this probably wasn't the first time for Griffith, clearly, because he's had, like, I do not think that this, he would be having this much reaction to the things that he did with that dude the night before, you know? Yeah. It seemed, he played it so well that it seemed, and again, unless he's just the best fake it till you make it, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, dude, uh, ever, but clearly there's as as steve brought up there has been many other dark incidents to uh get to this point so yeah um that was my favorite one yeah. about uh what about you steve uh i'm gonna go with this translate as rock cutting world <laughs> <laughs> it is so editor's note. yeah it's just because <laughs> it's, it's just like i mean i think there was like one other thing like in one of the first chapters where but i think it was more like teaching you like oh we left the sound effects in japanese because it's like you know we right. tra- we tried to translate it or whatever but this was just different where it's like this this was like yeah, when i re- <laughs> yeah just reading that it's like wait what the fuck is happening yeah. <laughs> and that yes it's like we know that we are reading a translation from japanese and this guy is supposed to be speaking european something, languages of whatever. Something. Yeah. <laughs> but then he just speaks straight up japanese which he shouldn't right, know right. like his character should not know <laughs> at all <laughs> It was no, it was passed down from the right, Koborowitz yeah, exactly. family. Yeah, that right. one Japanese yeah. word, the marble cutters. They traveled with the Portuguese to take over Japan in the 1400s. But yeah. um, but and, and just for people who haven't read a lot of manga before, um, usually editors' notes are pretty common, like yeah, all exactly, over, yeah. like maybe even once or twice per chapter. Mm-hmm. And then Dark Horse doesn't seem to do that that much, which I kind of like because it breaks immersion a little bit. Sometimes editors' note: This is shameful cum that she's smelling. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it'll sometimes just be straight up like this joke is a lot funnier in japanese yeah yeah yeah. you guys won't get it at all yeah exactly yeah. Uh, or like this is an idiom that right. someone's saying right yes. like it only yeah. rhymes in japanese so it doesn't make sense here yeah. and they're making a joke about how it rhymes or something yeah doesn't, exactly know, so. um what about you joe i think that i think my the my favorite line overall was the um he must have admired knights greatly because i was just like like i was saying just yeah. before it hit home where it's like this dead fucking kid uh paul blart who was <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to keep he's just trying to protect the assets of these businesses these small <laughs> and big businesses right in this fucking place in this mall where families can come have a great time have some good food and yep. they don't they shouldn't have to worry about thieving teenagers people smoking vapes outside by the dumpsters behind them in the parking lot people and in ninja costumes harass, yeah, yeah people in ninja costumes harassing the customers People are just trying to eat the giant cookie at Mrs. Field. They're trying to get a Kurokuro Kuropi pen at the Sanrio store, okay? Yep. They're trying to buy some Squishmallows from Ryan a year and a half ago yeah, when sir. I first met him and he worked at a pop-up Squishmallow <laughs> store. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the just just uh, hitting home from uh, you know when I was 10, right? I mean, the reason I fucking love Berserk and all this stuff. The reason I'm in a 
medieval and Renaissance martial arts organization, you know, is like, uh, that's also why it wasn't a line, but why the image of guts with, um, the sword and Casca, like those were like the two things that when I was young, all I cared about was like, I want to learn to fight and like help people, which, which then butted up against the reality that we live in the 20th and 21st century. And I was so heartbroken that that was not going to ever be a thing, which is also why then finding armor was great later. But like, Mm -hmm. uh, and then also as I got older, having such neglectful, a neglectful emotional experience from in my family, then becoming obsessed with like falling in, like having a love story. Like I read about in stories or played in games or read in books or, or, or watched in movies or whatever. And so it was like, it was a very like archetypal scene for me, you know? And, yeah. uh, so yeah, but, um, I'm glad you were so, yeah. Cause I was tearing up at sometimes and with some of these lines here too. So, yeah, yeah. um, but, uh, sword report, not a ton of fighting in this. Yeah. Cause we don't count Kaborowitz. He was just right. swinging. Yes. He's a, he's a clop vector as the Germans would call a clown fighter, a, a dancing master. But yeah, when he um, was, when he was flourishing, God yes. said, okay, I will just not care what you're doing yes. and I will cleave down onto your head. Yes. So. Um, I always, I also hate how <laughs> pole weapons are portrayed. Um, as much as I love Ninja Turtles and things like that, the holding any sort of staff from the center <laughs> completely defeats like the purpose of having a staff. It's very, it weakens what you can do and it just looks cool to spin around. That's really all it is. It's the, it, it's like people like symmetry. And so then, you know, whatever, but yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would say that we can also call the sword report section, uh, the discussion of at least the form factor of Griffith's old sword which I think is a much cooler sword, but um, it, uh, uh, cause a lot of people don't know about, if you look up, if, if you look up, you know, gross messer or falchion, you know, Renaissance or whatever, 1300 or something, you'll see a lot of cool pictures of what um, European curved blades look like. So um, Griffith should not have given that up for sure, but it makes sense in the sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense with how, accurate Mira tries to be to like the the timeliness of the armor design and stuff i mean not the fucking blue whale armored knight whatever but in general <laughs> they still have full plate armor things like that right of the time but um having that fucking military saber which really was wouldn't be around till the seven, 16 late 16 early 1700s uh and into the 1800s um my nerdy self does not like um, also, question: Do yeah. you think? Uh, do you guys think that uh, Mr. Koborowitz would have actually survived two cleaves into the helmet there? Not with that fucking sword. <laughs> Not with Guts's sword. Like no fucking way. Because the first blow obviously is being braced by the pole, you know, the pole armor, the sure, trident, the I trident guess, yeah. plus his helmet. Yeah. But like, which I guess could have cracked it and maybe given <laughs> a little something. But then yeah. the second one, I mean, that's just yes right into the jaw yeah he, i don't know man he should be dead <laughs> knockout at the very least yeah yeah k-o no it's pronounced uh, whole gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <whole gay. laughs> uh he uh he would have enjoyed i mean he's probably long dead but he would have enjoyed um what was it hoagie fest at wawa that you oh yeah, part of oh, yeah. 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 hoagie's fest yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Griffith Observatory. What did we observe Griffith doing right or wrong? I mean, this is a pretty rich chapter for this, but yes. Well, right and wrong was the gay stuff. That's I mean, in the Lord's eyes. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Doing it for the team, taking one for the team, right? Uh, but also, um, I also <laughs> this is going to go for my slap, uh, my Rickert slap, and then the next segment. But uh, Rickert or Rickert uh, Griffith just fucking standing there like a quiet idiot and not going to save Guts and Casca immediately, right? And and but I mean, I get that it was supposed to show like he's starting to hesitate, right? Like where Guts just immediately, Guts is still human, right? He immediately just like, without even thinking, goes to save Casca. I mean, not even caring to an extent about his own guys, but his own guys are self-sufficient, right? But Griffith is sitting there making a decision. And uh, that's a point against him for me that he hesitates so long. That's true. On whether to save them or not. But yeah, what about yeah. you? And also uh, Judo is being like very reserved in terms of like he's like hey like other dude stop being such of a fanboy of guts yeah. like chill out yeah we need to let griffith do the deciding yes. here even he, though he like is, he is french you know yeah. so. <laughs> he gives up easily yeah but yeah no yeah. Uh, <laughs> um but for griffith i mean yeah we we do obviously get to see a lot more of you know his weird side every side of griffith is just weird i feel yes. like it's yeah, yeah. it's odd um not a lot of the hawkeyes though it's more like yeah. even even in the like the you know color swap parts that i was talking about it's more of this like crazed expression instead of like the piercing through your soul type yeah, thing. yeah. like he, his eyes are not seeing like what's in front of him right and that, that's pretty interesting yeah you get kind of pseudo hawkeyes when he's gouging his arms and in kind of his trauma trance but um it's a good album name trauma trance song <laughs> but uh but yeah, they're they're more he's behind those eyes. Whereas when he has the true hawk eyes, he's like hyper focused, like sniper rifle focused on something, you know. But. Another art thing for um, Griffiths, like when when it's the uh, the casket flashback and she's like a kid, uh, it goes back to that style of his hair where it's just there is no outline. It's oh, yeah. just fluff and like implied shadow. Yeah. Which is like it's like, oh, this is young Griffith again. Yes. Like so divine even light though, framing his his beautiful yes, locks like the angel that's come to save her yeah. but like it's it's interesting because obviously mira my is... angel would just save my cum <laughs> angel <laughs> um but even though this, this is interesting because like mira's art is obviously improving it more and more as we yes. go through like it's very obvious. oh his drawing um, of 12 year old casca's breast is just so detailed it's so perfect <laughs> they're yes. so succulent i just can't get enough <laughs> <laughs> But he's still able to draw like a consistent, you know, younger Griffith. And it still yeah, it yeah. looks good. But like it's it, the audience is immediately like, like, oh, yeah, this is young Griffith because yes. he looks like this. It's not yeah. like, oh, he goes back to shittier Griffith. Yes. Not that Griffith was like, looking <laughs> shitty, but like, you, you know, well, I mean, I mean, he's totally you would never fuck him now after the old guy fucked up. So. <laughs> he's dirty. Yes. <laughs> Am I dirty? Yeah. He didn't he didn't say it in italics. You know that that's what Griffith did wrong. He should have said that line right. in italics. Exactly, yes. Because it would have implied you know, Ooh. <laughs> uh who annoyed you both the most? I already gave my Rickard slap candidate. Ooh. Uh the pedophile man. Mm -hmm. Which one? <laughs> true. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The uh well, I guess let's say the boy pedophile man. Only in Berserk. Right. Uh, but there'd be two pedophiles yeah, to choose from. Same right, few right. Chapters. <laughs> both pedophiles. Oh boy. Two slaps. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a two slap rating. 
I would say young Corcus because someone mm. needed to tell him early yeah. in his young age. He didn't have a mama to slap him, but yeah. he needed somebody to like get him out of his weird. Exp- he still has the stupid ass stink expression yes. when he was a kid. His nose is a little smaller, though. Yeah. yeah. A little less. Uh, Lies of beak like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I have not played the game. But, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's wow. A beefy two and a half hour. I've got to piss real bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for your support. Thanks for uh, 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 chatting with us here at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Probing Ancient Aliens, Steve and I, my other podcast. Check that out on its own podcast feed and your favorite podcast services. Uh, follow No Guts, No Glory on Instagram. At Nuts, no, God. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> Glory, no. no Guts, No Glory PC for personal computer. Uh, and uh, yeah, make sure and follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast service of choice. You can also check out me and Steve's patreon for that other podcast probing ancient aliens that's at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens big uh, uh ghost adventures fest this month this past month for halloween we did a, we have a, a ghost adventure show where we cover every episode, every episode of that show called adventurous ghosts and we did a, a twofer uh, this month so go back and check that out um there are i think uh, i don't know hundreds of ep- not hundreds i guess but like couple couple no two 20, probably about close to 100 over full podcast yeah. close to 100 full podcasts on our patreon at this point so all the content on our patreon are full podcast episodes um other than that we will see you in two weeks time thanks for pissing with us back live. on monday uh monday the something teeth yes. and just like griffith we're bye, bye. bye.